demanded a new Fuzzy the Whale doll. And when they got Fuzzy, they were really not so fast feet. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like, you've got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. Death! The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. The Cathedral Buffet has been serving all-natural, free-roman chicken for nearly 20 years. I believe in miracles. Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, bacon advocate slash addict, and guy who has been doing kegels this whole time. Hi, how are you? I'm outstanding. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night from 9 p.m. to midnight. Wait, Danny! He's still in here. We still have changing of the guard. But let's, I, I gotta start the show. As I was saying, from 9 to midnight, from right here in gorgeous Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. Located, located right in the heart of the Paris of northern New Jersey. Jersey City, where it's wing night every night, whatever that means. Well, anyway, thank you. As always, we have an electrifyingly good show for you tonight. Comedian, writer, radio host, and self-proclaimed Prince of Bronzeville, whatever that means, Brian Babylon will be making his triumphant return to the program. That's right, Brian Babylon. You no doubt know Brian as the former host of WBEZ's Vocalo Radio Morning Program and current regular guest on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I love Brian, and I'm going to get him to admit on air tonight that he loves me too. I Maybe. We'll see. All of that and more happening in the 10 o'clock hour or something at some point whenever he gets here. That's basically what I'm saying. As usual... If you have access to the internet, and why wouldn't you, please go to the comments section at WFMU.org and join in the mayhem that's happening there right now. People like Good Golly Miss Molly, 
Bob Does Things, Super Meowie, P90, and that's right, known convict Danny D. All of those people and more. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, please, please do, because it would mean a lot to me, Dave Hill, from before. I added some new background music to the start of the show. It's really throwing me off. That and the fact that I've been drinking since noon. And I'm on a lot of cold medicine still. Anyway, yeah, what did I say? Twitter, at Mr. Dave Hill, at Mr. Dave Hill. Go there. Follow me if you're not already. You can tweet at me during the show. Uh, do people use Twitter anymore or is it over? I heard rumors it's over. Or maybe I'm just over on Twitter. I don't know. Facebook. There's a goddamn Dave Hill Show page there. Go like it and you can get constant updates on, uh, you know, the show, basically. And other things that matters of great importance. Find out who I am, Dave Hill, mentioned earlier. And when I'm coming to your town... Go to DaveHillOnline.com. You can find out, you know, when I'm rolling into your town, when I like to stay at your house and make out with your, you, maybe, I don't know. If you listen on iTunes or you just have iTunes, period, please go rate and review the show positively. And uh, that would be very helpful to me and um, my feelings, really, more than anything else. Calls on hold here, which leads me to my next point. My lovely and talented secretary, Shana Feinberg, is out taking care of a human baby, which belongs to her, technically, legally. James is somewhere in the building, I believe, which can only mean one thing Danny D is back. Like a hurricane or a a rash or a glandular condition that just won't be denied. Danny D is in the house. Give him a call. The number here at the goddamn Dave Hill Show and the station in general is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I'll say it again. 201-209-9368. Give me a call. Danny will answer. Hopefully successfully put you on hold. Unless you're some sort of uh, pervert. But even, you know, let's be fair. We'll probably probably let the perverts through as we usually do. I haven't heard from Dang- Dave Ingve lately. I don't know if I scared him off. I don't know why I'm thinking about him. Clearly I have a soft spot for him. Before I start taking calls, some of the calls are on hold. There's room, though, for more calls. Always more. Let's get down to brass tacks. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. This is how serious this is. Ah, oh, God. It is still, for a few more days here, crunch time. That's right, the silent fundraiser here at WFMU. Home of the hits, still. Uh, and I have not reached my goal. 
The goal's been raised a few times, sure. But I still haven't reached it. And uh, if I don't reach it, please don't bring shame upon my family by having me not reach my goal. If you've, if you've uh, pledged already, thank you. You're the best. An example, or several examples, of people who have pledged already. I don't think I thank these people already. But Robert D. in Brooklyn, a.k.a. Bob Does Things. Thank you, sir. Daniel D. Huh. Curious. Of Kearney, New Jersey. Huh. He writes to Dave. Thanks for all the heat. Hmm. Well, thank you, mystery man. Melissa W. In North Thetford, Vermont. Thank you. Tim Kilgannon in Jenkintown, PA. Oh, Sorry, I wasn't supposed to say the full last name. I'm just, you know, still learning. Daniel C. In New York, New York, 08, Tim K. Wrote, Dave is the king of amateur radio. Parentheses, on a bad day, just a prince. Wait, I'm an amateur? I guess professional would suggest, uh... Well, more professionalism, for starters. Daniel C., did I thank him already? In New York, New York. New address. There's a note. New address. Give him a water bottle. I don't know what that means. I mean, I do and I don't. But if you would like to hear your name butchered by me, Dave Hill, on the air, all you have to do is go. There's about 7,000 buttons on the website, wfmu.org. If you go there now, go to the playlist and you can contribute to the show. Um, then, uh, you know, that would mean a lot to me. I, things are bad for me in my life. Right now, they're a mess. Be really helpful if you would pledge. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm done with begging for money. Let's move on. Two, on the phones right now. The number, by the way, if I haven't mentioned it several times 201-209-9368 that's 201-209-9368 on the phones uh she's a a regular on the Cal message board that's an inside joke for regular listeners thank you super meowy <laughs> hello that may be the best introduction I've ever gotten just doing my part. How are you? I'm doing well. Long time no see. Yes, I saw you in Austin, Texas this past Friday. That's right. Where, Fabulous. against all odds, I was opening up for Snoop Dogg, the popular rapper. <laughs> yeah. That's the sort of information you can access on my website well, of Dave Hill Online, or if you read my Twitter feed, at Mr. Dave Hill. That's stuff I'm not going to give advance, cannot and will not give advance warning of on the air. But, you know, you have your ear to the streets, so you knew I was coming to town for the dream, the dream matchup of all time, I'd have to say. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it kind of uh, knocked the, the Dave Hill and Ryan Adams pairing. You think it was better than me and Ryan Adams? Me and Snoop Dogg? Yeah. 
Well, Snoop Dogg and I are so uh, similar. I mean, uh, r me and Ryan Adams, that was great. Yeah. But me and I Snoop Dogg, that's like, you know, kindred spirits right there. Everyone, you know, you think of one, you think of the other. I drew an analogy that it was a little like if Joan Baez opened for Ice Cube. Natural. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. The reggae song. <laughs> Okay. So Just bear with me. I'll turn it off for now. Now that you've had this incredible thing, what would be your next dream team matchup? Are you going Taylor Swift or? Mm, I would say more Snoop Dogg because that was such a. It was perfect, wasn't it? Well, you were perfect. Uh, he was great. That Snoop Dogg. But that crowd was rough. Hey, you know. I've played prisons. I can handle it. That's true. You have. I I can handle any crowd. One of the greats. It was, it was great. Or one of the <laughs> one of those people who will agree to anything. I'm one of the two. <laughs> but no, I had a great time. I met Snoop Dogg. What a delightful fellow. Did you you met him at the South by Southwest Spotify house? No, I didn't. Yeah, that was actually, I forgot about that. That was actually the second time I've, I've, uh... I thought that's how this came together, because he remembered you from that. No, I, I didn't meet him there. For the listener, just to bring you up to speed. Oh, yeah, sorry. I hosted a uh, South by Southwest event that Snoop Dogg was also on, but we did not meet that day. Huh. In fact, I was relieved of my duties by the time... See, his, uh, he didn't need me to introduce him, if you can imagine that. Yeah. Um, but no, so this is totally unrelated. Wow. It was sort of inevitable that Snoop Dogg... You know, you can't keep guys like us apart. There is... When I think of a rapper who enjoys green products, I think of Dave Hill. Yeah, a lot of kale. people do. He's grown fond of kale. <sighs> I tolerate it. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was nice to see you in person. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got to do one of those meetups that people talk about. You should. Because I know you have other office fans. I've heard other folks from Austin call in. I don't know if they were there at the show. They should have been. I don't know. We could have had I can't a worry about such things. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, well, anytime people come out to wherever I am, you know, even if I'm just having a snack somewhere, that's, it's instantly one of, one of those meetups yeah. that you hear about. Right. Right. Anyway, well, it was I, a delight. It was. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to, uh, hopefully another Dream Team pairing and return to off. You know it. I'll be back soon, I'm sure. I have a, I have a food related. You're really quiet. Are you, are you in a, a basement or something? No. A dank basement. Try to talk louder. Talk louder. Okay. Is that better? Yes, that's no. better. Okay. <laughs> so I really like that you sipped your coffee because you used to do the drinking water thing, and I realized I missed that. I'm unpredictable. 
you are. Sometimes you'd be surprised how many different beverages I have over the course of a day. <laughs> My food-related question for you is, you know how, um, I think it was Deb, <sighs> sent you some cookies? I wasn't, I was, I didn't make that noise. Because you mentioned no. Deb, I was just struggling oh. with my water because it's oh, okay. carbonated. And I have now made two attempts to get you the cookies that are the big thing here in Austin. What are they? The, the company is called Tiff's Treats, and they actually deliver cookies to you, like locally. Why didn't you have some sent to my hotel? Well... Had I known, in hindsight, I would have, but I didn't know if that would be, you know, awkward for you if I said, hey, can I, can I know which hotel you're Not if there's at, free cookies, cookies involved. God damn it. <laughs> now I'm enraged. All right, oh. we'll sort this out later. <laughs> I tried to send some to the, the WFMU board. I, I was working with Danny to help, you know, try to get the address and everything. And then there was a hurricane that came through on the East Coast. No one could believe it. it. And, yeah, and the, the shipping company said, no way, not happening. And then I had actually bought a box because I thought, well, if it works out, at least I'll have the cookies and I can hand them to him. But then when you told me you were flying somewhere else, like, he's not going to carry cookies around. Yeah, I would. Listen, <laughs> just get it right next time. That's all I can say. Third time is a charm, Dave. Yeah. I'm... I'm going to get them shipped up to the WFMU Bureau because every time I don't get them to you, they end up on me. Yeah. It's going to take a long time to get rid of. All right. Well, listen, i got to keep moving. Yeah. But I appreciate it, Super Meow. Super So many syllables. Thank you for coming out to (laughs) see me and Snoop Dogg, an intimate evening with two two of the greats. You bet. And I'll see you next time. Okay. All right. Call back in 20. Stay hydrated. Bye. Call back in 20. Oh, man, she beat me to it. She beat me to it. I got to go check my mail. That's reminding me. I always forget to check it. So if you've sent me something in the last six months, I'm about to discover it. Let's do a a segment. This is, this is a wildly popular segment. Today... Is of course Monday, October 26, 2015. Let's take a look at today in history. Oh man, I nailed it. On this day in the year 306, the martyrdom of St. Demetrius. I know, don't stop m- masturbating right away. The martyrdom of St. Demetrius of Thessaloniki took place. And he wouldn't shut up about it. He was like, hey, did you hear I was martyred in uh, Thessaloniki? Yeah. No, that uh, you can't. That's the, that's the sad thing about being martyred. You don't get to brag about it. Moving on. On this day in 1776, that's right. Benjamin Franklin departs from America for France on a mission to seek French support for the American Revolution. Kind of a long way to go, if you ask me, but I guess it 
it all worked out. I mean, I'm here, right? Now you just, uh, text, I guess. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Who is with me? Okay, on this day. See, you learn a lot on this show, I think. Which is the goddamn Dave Hill show. On this day, I just do that, you know, in case the truckers who are tuning in. And I choose, again, as you know, I choose to believe that 99% of the listeners are truckers. On this day in 1881, the gunfight at the OK Corral takes place at Tombstone, Arizona. And it went a little something like this. Hey. Ow. Oh, man. Why are you shooting so many bullets? And then there was name calling, too, as you can imagine. On, on this day in 1984, Baby Faye receives a heart transplant from a baboon. Something I honestly can't recommend enough. It changed my life. Of course, I could go at any time. Am I worried? Sure, I worry. All right, that's probably enough. Of uh, These are all real facts. I looked up in my spare time away from working with at-risk youth. Zuh. Once again, the number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. If you would like to call in and give a detailed account of how you've attempted to get cookies to me, or if you'd like to talk about something else entirely, give a call, 201-209-9368. Danny D will answer, and uh, it's up to you to hold it together after that happens. Because he's a potent cocktail, that Danny D. Sure, he's been on the wrong side of the law a few more times than he'd like to admit. I'm seeing on Twitter after my comment about Twitter being dead, now people are just quitting Twitter one at one, like dropping like flies. I was just saying that. I don't know. 201-209-9368 There's a few more calls on hold here that maybe just maybe I'll throw on the air for lack of anything better to do why not but first I'm gonna play some jams cause these ones today they're scorching hot if you would like to call in 201-209-9368 Danny will answer and then I Dave will uh probably let the call go on slightly too long if I know me Just, I'm just kind of letting that that jam just set in, get into my goods. Are you feeling it too? All right, let's take this call. Enough, enough already with my stalling. Hello, you're on the air. Dave. Who the hell is this? It's. It's Shreddy Mercury. Shreddy Mercury. Okay, I'll go with it. How are you, sir? I'm great, Dave. Shreddy How are Mercury you? of Air Guitar fame. Uh, I'm 
Yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of retired, you know? When no one retires from... How can you retire from a playing an, a, a, an imaginary instrument? Yeah, I, I, I guess. When you think about it. And yeah, I, I guess I'm not really retired. Who am I kidding? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from my... Uh, I'm calling from my... I guess it's my li- my dining room. You your your dining room? In Westchester County, New York. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just watching the uh, I'm watching the New York Islanders Calgary Flames game right now. Oh, one of the greatest expansion team matchups yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Unfortunately, Calgary's getting shut out. But well, that's what you get for moving from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, show off my strong working knowledge of the NHL. Yeah, no, you're you are, you know, not only are you a are you a metal um, connoisseur, you're a you're a hockey guru as well, which I don't think a lot of people know. No. Yeah, they just think you're this funny guy who who's like rips on guitar, but you're 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 a guru. Yeah, one of the uh one of the foremost uh minds in hockey that I'm aware of. Personally. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Anyone will tell you that. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I wanted to talk, you know, about about this really great, really great beer, which I don't think a lot of people know about. But I, I I know you're you're waiting to try it. If this doesn't end with me getting free beer, I don't want to hear about it. You're gonna get free beer, I promise. All right. What's the beer? So, because well, let me back it up a little bit. Okay, well, go ahead. The you know, the beer Modit and La Fin du Monde, the mm-hmm. U- Unibrew people. Yeah, that, that beer came up randomly on the show a couple times. Guess who delivered a case of beer to my door? Um, I give up. I don't even know if I should be admitting to this stuff on the air. I I, I give up. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm going to let you just toss and turn all night trying to figure out who gave me free beer after I randomly mentioned their beer on the air. But um, let's hear about your beer. Well, um, there's uh, there's this band, okay, um, from England. Um, okay. You're off to a good start. They're called Iron Maiden. Heard of them? Yeah, they they put out a couple of albums. Um, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're on to something. Yeah, they they're you know they, they kind of um, they they kind of they they got it. You know what I mean? Like if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, there, there um, is. If you like Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden is the best at that thing. Pretty much. Pretty much. They're 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 really great. Um, yeah, they're pretty sweet. I, I I digress. Um, so they there's a beer that um, that Iron Maiden put out. Um, it was a, a while ago, actually. When did it come out? It came out in the summer of two thousand. And thirteen. 
Oh, wow. So here. it's been out for yeah. a couple of years already, and I still have not been given a free case of it. That's weird. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that other company. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so they, they, um, they came out with a beer, um, and they named it after probably the fourth greatest Iron Maiden song ever made. The Trooper. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, people, you know, I'm, it's, obviously you knew the fourth greatest Iron Maiden song. Cause yeah, that's how I stumbled upon it. Now, when when yeah. do I... So you're are you somehow affiliated? You yeah, know, this so, is really... Um, oh, this is coming off well, as a veiled I, commercial. I, 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 I'm only I, indulging I this because I think I'll get free beer out of it. Yeah, yeah, well... Because this know, is a non... We're getting to that. I want to, you know... I'm, yeah, it's I'm just a long... Warming you up long... You're really... It's a non-commercial station, so technically I should nip this conversation in the bud, but I'm waiting for you to tell me how I'm going to get free beer, which is the only reason it's I'm really indulging good. you right now. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to get your beer. You're going to get your All right. beer. All right. No problem. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, Bless I you. drinking a trooper. Um <laughs> But, you're allergic yeah, it, to the own beer well, that sorry, you're what? shilling. You're allergic to the beer that you're shilling. No, no, for? no, no. It was, uh, it was, it was my seventh one. So it just, um, my throat's a little. Uh, um, seventh one. Wow. Yeah. I hope oh. you're not operating any heavy machinery. Nope. Just, uh, just a computer. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it's it's really it, it's. It's a remarkable beer named after the Trooper. The fourth. Um, they've sold over a million pints in Europe. Well, I'm still not hearing the part about how I'm getting free. I, gu- I guess you'll contact me separately about this. But I want to ask, do, it's very popular to have, it seems like a lot of bands have their own beer now, is that right? Um, Cannibal I mean, there, Corpse? There's, there's a bunch, a lot of them... I mean, no, no offense to any band that wants to put out a beer. I'm not suggesting that any can compete with the product that I'm pretty sure you're going to give to me for free. But can't, there's Cannibal Corpse has Amber Smash Face. Yeah, named after their fifth greatest song, Hammer Smash Face. Sure. Right? Anyone will tell you that. Yeah. Um, ACDC has a beer out, too. Yeah, I liked it when it was, um... No, I was trying to work out a Bon Scott joke. Ooh. Do you know Bon Scott died? Germany. I know, life never makes sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the the exciting thing is you're going to get your... We'll we'll, we'll talk offline, I don't want to... All right, jeez. I've let this go on way too long. Yeah. I gotta play um, some jams. Was there... Okay, you're going to give me the free beer. We've established this. It's on record. Everyone heard it. Is there anything yeah. else? Um, so i got to play some jams. I can't even remember. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. You know, since we started off with hockey, I'll, I'll end with hockey. Yeah. You know, you're the greatest hockey player of all time, in, in your professional opinion, is who? Gordie Howe. Wow. Okay. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. In terms of the whole game, yeah. Who would you yeah. say is the best? Uh, I mean, I, I guess 
I would kind of maybe say Mario Lemieux. You're out of your mind. That That's going to get you hung up on. That's crazy talk. Jesus. Pat it. Mario Lemieux. I'm I'm sorry, but that's just that's just insanity. Mario Lemieux. Actually, he might be. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably shouldn't have hung up on you, Shreddy, if you're still out there. All right, I gotta play some jams. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Wait a minute, we have a uh, another Iron Maiden beer-based call. Hello, Cassius? Hey there, Dave. Where are you calling from? A, uh, a yellow cab in the, the, as I said earlier to the screener, the big city. In New York City? Yeah, 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 I'm driving a cab. You're, oh, wow. Yeah, I've, like, I've called you before. We've, we've, we've yeah. chatted <laughs> a couple times. Um... That guy who was just on talking about the, the Iron Maiden Trooper beer, beer. Um, he was talking. He, he's, he's got it wrong. He's talking about it as if it's a thing of the past. I, I just bought a can of it uh, two or three nights ago at a bar in Brooklyn. Where Saint Vitus? <laughs> no, no, it was in Bed Stuy. Um, it's a bar called Stop Time. I mean, it's 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 like a little jazz. Actually, a jazz bar. It's not a heavy metal place at all. Were there yeah. jazz cats there? They, they play a live jazz. They have live, live jazz combos playing there. Oh, that sounds uh, like a nightmare. I think nightly. But they're just really, they're also beer geeks at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they had, they had the cans of uh, the Iron Maiden lager. Yeah. I've actually had it. I didn't want to say anything, but I've had it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I do feel like good. it would taste better if it were free. As all things do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that certainly makes things uh, taste a lot better. Yeah. Much more enjoyable. I can't wait. Well, wait, what's, what are you thinking of? What are, what are you going to get there free? Why do I think or when? No, no. You're talking about it as if you're expecting something free coming up soon. Well, yeah, that's the only reason I let him go on about it is because I thought it would end with him giving me free beer, which he committed to on the air, and now I hold it to him. Oh, Hold him to oh, it I see, I see. in a court of law. Right, right. Yeah. Is he supposed to get you some Iron Maiden lager? In my mind, yes. <laughs> well, is it on? Is it on recording? You know, is it, well, yeah, it over the air. The podcast, he, yeah, he this is would. being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, if he if he fails at that, I could, I could. uh get some from this bar and bring them over. No, I don't want anyone to come out of pocket except for Iron Maiden. (laughs) Um, I want them to take the hit on this. Right, right. I used to listen to your show every Tuesday night. Yeah, then Um, it moved to Monday. I usually don't drive Monday nights, but do you come on at 9 p.m. on Mondays now? That's right. Yeah. Do you have any guests on Tonight, it's funny you ask. I do. <laughs> Brian Babylon, comedian, radio host, man about town, the self-proclaimed Prince of Bronzeville. He will be on tonight. Prince about, of Bronzeville? About an hour from now, if, if I had to say. Um, yes. What, what is Bronzeville? I don't know. That's going to be easily in 
you know, one of my first several questions. <laughs> right. Um, all right, all right. Well, uh, thanks for letting me on. And uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for, in. thanks for. Uh, did now you like the Iron Maiden beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. All right, so there we have it. Yeah, that settles it. This has really been a, a unintentional commercial for for <laughs> this beer. <laughs> right, right. I like that it happens, though. I mean. You know, in a perfect world, all beers would be somehow attached to a heavy metal band. An English heavy metal band. Well, come on. Not everything has to be connected to metal. No, I'm just and saying beer. Can we beer. have it across the board? You know. Well, you don't want to drink like a... Don't you want to try like the Carpenter's beer? No, I don't. Oh, come on. You can't be that metal-centric... No. No, I'm not. You but know? you know, I just I wouldn't. I just thought of uh, the I, the Carpenter's beer specifically. I just <laughs> it's not what I want. How about uh, the the Gap Band? Uh... That would be more of a wine cooler. <laughs> I think they could do a, a good high gravity beer in Gap Band. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, Colt Forty Five. I would so. try it. I would try it. Cold 45-ish. Yeah, maybe that's the topic. What? Name the band and the alcoholic beverage that would go best with right. their music. Right. That's the topic tonight. 201-209-9368. Thanks a lot there, Dave. We nailed it. Thanks oh, for calling, cool. Cassius. Take care, man. Keep Take up care. the good work. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Should have asked him more. Cassius, call back later. 20 minutes, for example. I meant to ask you cab-based questions. It's just hitting me now. I made a mental note that I just looked at. The number is 201-209-9368. Danny D. Has, uh, he's out there. He's beaten uh, the law for now. And he's here at the station answering the phones. Here at the goddamn Dave Hill Show. 201-209-9368. Nine three six eight. I'm gonna go give him a stern talking to. Here's some jams I cooked up in my spare time. You notice, folks. You notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal, <laughs> an orgy of talent. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Anyway, you're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm sorry. That was Nathan Bartell with top going down, bottom going up. I know that's dirty somehow, but I, I'm not. I don't know how. But, um, and then before that, the Jesus and Mary Chain with Come On. I'm going to play a few more scorching hot jams. I need to go check my mail. I probably got some important mail. And then we'll be back. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show with lots of important things, as you can imagine. Maybe I'll check in with Danny D. 
The number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I haven't even gotten into the whole thing about how they discovered bacon's bad for you today. Nobody knew. We were so poor, I had to take the place of the bait in the mousetrap. All alone in the cellar, I could hear them pacing upstairs, tossing and turning in their beds. These are dark and evil days, the mouse told me as he nibbled my ear. Years passed. My mother wore a cat fur color, which she stroked until its sparks lit up. My God, my muscles, I can't do it. I'm telling you, what am I going to do? That was John Phillips with someone sleeping here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, from before. Before that, crucifixion with green eyes. Talk about a hot sound. Those guys had it. They're one of those, speaking of of you know, Iron Maiden and Nwabam Crucifixion. Where are they now? Probably in England, I guess. Cash has called back. If you're listening still, Cassius, please call back. I have a lot of cab-based questions. Holding now is somebody. Hello, it's Dave. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Alex from New Brunswick. Oh, nice. Yep, uh, yep, yep. How's it going? Uh, all right. All right for a uh, Monday night. Yeah. What's on your mind? Um, no- nothing much in particular. Yeah, like, um, man, not- nothing much. Is there anything that should be on my mind? Just kicking ass. Yeah, exactly. Mostly. Yeah, just listening to some jams and uh, taking it easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that. That sort of yeah. thing. Um, oh, yeah, you were mentioning, though, about uh, associating uh, different liquors with, um, like, music artists and stuff. Yeah, any alcohol. Any, oh, any yeah. alcohol, any alcohol. Yeah, since I, I, I uh, pretty, pretty mm-hmm. much gave, since I pretty much gave a free commercial to... <laughs> Iron Maiden Trooper beer. I figured, you know, let's yeah. hear some of some some hypothetical beverages. Oh, hi- oh, hypothetical beverages. No, they can be real ones too. Whatever. Be free with uh, your body and mind. Okay, because I was thinking, you know, like maybe for like Arcade Fire or a band like that, maybe do some like maple rum because they're from Haiti. Well, one of them is from Haiti, and they do that whole like Canadian thing. Yeah. I don't think I'd want an arcade... F- ah, well, fine, whatever. If it was free, I'd drink it. If it was free? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything against Arcade Fire. I don't, I don't know why I started going after them, like, like so mm-hmm. rapidly. I don't know what's going on with me. But, yeah, yeah. Now, that, now that now you say it, I like the sound of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, they could call, like, Fire or Rum or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. 
are you are you guys taking requests by any chance as far as the music is concerned? That depends. Are you going to request Dokken? Oh, oh yeah, not RK Fire. I was wondering if you could play uh, like a suicide song. You know, I could actually do that. I was considering that earlier today. I was listening to Suicide, and I thought, hey, maybe I'll play some of that tonight. Yeah, because yeah, like. I- I'd go for Dream Baby Dream, but, like, you can do what, uh, whatever, you know, whatever's you. All right. Maybe I'll okay. go with that one, but we'll see. I got. I have some important matters. Oh, my God. Like the station ID. I got to do it now. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Phil Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and worldwide online at WFMU.org. Oh, my God. It got away from me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no worries, no worries. Good. I'm t- glad you're okay with it. But um, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I will later. All right, that sounds good. I'll be listening. Cool. Thanks for uh, calling. Keep up the right. good work. All right, Paul. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, bye bye. Two oh one two oh nine nine three six eight. If you would like to call, maybe tell me what. A uh, band goes with what fictional beverage or whatever. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be related to that hot topic. Hot topic? Um. Oh, some more people donated. That's nice. I'll be thank. I guess I should thank them at the end of the show, because by next show, it'll be no longer October, no longer crunch time. No longer silent fundraiser time. So I'll do that at the end of the show. But now, I'm feeling a little something coming on. I don't... I don't know about you. But whenever this music comes on, it can only mean one thing. In my mind, anyway. That's right. It's time for another... Erotic short story. That's right. Erotic short story. If if the reverb threw you off. And and I I gotta be honest, it kind of threw me off. Here we go. Erotic short story number 197. This house sucks, Don said to the real estate lady. Maybe this property will interest you, she said, pointing at her butt. Thank you. Pretty much hit that one out of the park. Oh, I don't know how I do it. The number, once again, is 201-209-9368. If you'd like to be on the air, like, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm not desperate. I mean, I am about other things in life, let's be clear. But not about callers. Here's Danny Phelps from Portland, Oregon. It says here in my notes, Danny, you're on hey, the air. Hey. It's Dave. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's pretty good, man. How are you? Oh, my God. You don't sound too good. Joyce, I actually realized I probably sounded terrible there just a second ago, but yeah, I'm fine. Actually. We're all worried. Yeah. What's going on? Paint us a um, picture. I am just getting. Um, I'm just getting ready. Actually, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be in New York tomorrow. 
Quit bragging about it. I know, right? That's exciting. Yeah. Thanks for the um, heads up. What? Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... I haven't been there in, in um, like, years, years, years. Like, at least 15 years. But oh I have God. been there before. So many changes. Yeah, probably. You heard about... Well, I don't want to be the one to tell you. Um, well, great. Danny Phelps, yeah, a hilarious can... comedian from Portland, Oregon, is descending upon our shores. Yeah, I don't know what to, is it nice there right now? Is the weather is the weather good? It's great. If you yeah, if you have fun fall looks cooked up, now is your time to shine. That's all I can say. I got a lot of good looks actually. I have a pretty nice jacket that I can bring out there that I think people will appreciate. We'll do it. Yeah. This is uh this comes as good news. Yeah, are you are you hanging out in the city or are you t- touring at all? I will be mostly in New York, yes. But we can, you know, we can discuss this offline as they say or off air. Yeah. I don't yeah. want anyone showing up and shooting me in the face. But not again. No. Not like last time. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I actually, I don't know if you remember, but I did get uh, a new set of wheels for my bicycle. Oh, yeah. Everyone was wondering about that. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal for a little, a hot second. Oh, yeah. Well, congrats on that. They're, they're, uh, good wheels? Yeah, I think so. They were pretty, I got them off the internet, and, uh, they were built by good people, I think, well, I don't know what they do in their spare time, but they seem solid. All right. What kind of tires are we talking? Oh, we're talking about some Continental uh, 700 by 23, uh, two of those, and then and a Mavic Open Pro rim laced to a Formula on, Hub. Let me, keep talking. Let me undo my pants. No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> Do it. I mean, it's just like just like a wheel set that'll last a long time, but isn't fancy. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm gonna need to have a sip of coffee after that. No, that's okay. I understand. It's later there. <sighs> I do. I do love some tire talk, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Let me be clear. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll start a podcast. It'll be great. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, well, listen. We're looking forward to your your appearances on our on our shores. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be there. I uh, I really don't know what to expect, but uh, I I mean, I guess I have an idea. But yeah, I don't know, I'm excited. Oh, it's nuts! This town, there's Chipotle's and other stuff, banks, CVS's. It's, it was like it's those really great. New York style Chipotle's. Yeah, yeah. We, you got to try a, a New York style Chipotle. It'll yeah, rock your world. <laughs> Blow your mind. Way better than that Chicago style Chipotle. Yeah, don't even get me started. Listen, I have a real New York cab driver on the other line. So this is I gotta I gotta keep moving. That's okay. But listen, 
Danny, thanks for calling. I gotta get my cab-based questions off my mind. Or uh, something like that. Word. Alright, we'll yeah, see you soon, I'll Danny. Around. Stay street. Absolutely. Alright, bye-bye. Bye. Danny Phelps. Portland, Oregon. He's coming to town. Cassius. Hey. You're Danny back. Dave. Hello there. I just felt like, you know, it was a missed opportunity not to ask you. Wait, so you drive like a real yellow medallion cab type deal? Yeah, I'm doing it doing it right now. Driving in uh financial district, Manhattan. Sweet. How long will you drive to? Well, since it's a Monday, I, I, I haven't worked Mondays in forever, and I just forgot how slow it is out here. I, I don't really know how long I can go. There's hardly anything happening. This is why I'm Some able to action. call you and yeah, you know, ramble on. There's, <laughs> there's hardly anybody out, really. I just I started with a new garage, and uh, I felt like I, I was supposed to work yesterday, and I didn't, so then I kind of felt obligated to work today just to like reassure them that that you're serious about yeah the yeah, the taxi they can rely on me they can rely is on it me anything like the hit series taxi when like when you start with like is it just like that i kind of need that to be true <laughs> or is it not <laughs> no no there's there's no little shorts Italian guy screaming and yelling in a little cage. But do you have a handful of other uh, cab drivers that you're best friends with? Not, I wouldn't say best friends. I mean, uh, you know, there's certain certain cabbies I've come to know. Uh, so many of them nowadays are Muslim. They don't they don't drink at all, and so, so then you, you can't you can't go and hang out with them after after you're done and like. This is really beer. sad, but I can't possibly imagine. What do they do for fun? I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not saying no. you can't have fun without drinking. Just <laughs> nice to kick back, you know, with a an Iron Man Trooper beer after work. Yes, yeah, it certainly is. You know, you just kick back with a free can of beer that you got. But um, well, you know, if the Muslims. Uh, you know they're quite, they're quite uh, serious about that whole thing. You know they're praying five times a day, and mm-hmm. they're going back to their their wives, um, their kids. You know, to get families to attend to. And oh yeah, I'm into that. I mean, I don't have a family, or you know, I have a dog, which is great for me. I don't have any kids yet, though. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Certainly not for a lack of trying, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, what, you've so, never, you never had to have a girl get an abortion. Um, not that I'm currently aware of. No. No, no. Wow. <clears throat> not to my knowledge. But you know, um, lived with women before. Define live. Listen, I well, asked the questions here. <laughs> um, wait, so how accurate is that? You know that taxi cab confession show? 
I, I have to admit, I've only seen a tiny little bit of it. I, you know, I've certainly heard about it over, you know, I've only driven for like three years, and I know it's been on since the 90s or something. What's, would... what's the weirdest thing that's happened in your cab? Um, the weirdest thing in the cab? Yeah. Uh, you can be involved in this story, you know, or not. How about weirdest thing that happened to you and weirdest thing that happened? Two separate questions. I mean, right here on the street I'm driving on now, I'm on Water Street at the bottom of Manhattan. Um, I, I pulled over for this this young woman who was, she was, uh, she was, you know, very good looking, like dressed real, I don't know, for lack of an, another phrase, like turned out very well. Yes. Um, and she got in, and then... And then this guy came, came rushing up to my passenger side window, like pounding on it, screaming at me, saying, "You know, don't move. She has to get out. She has to get out." And this uh, is like something I, from I, I locked a movie. the doors. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what was going on, and he he was so, you know, he was so enraged. Like he he just like grabbed onto the the side view mirror and it was like basically hanging off of it. You know, telling me that if I tried taking off, he was going to rip the the mirror right off the, the car. And what did she say? Well, she, you know, I, I, I finally, I just told her, like, you, you just, you have to get out. Like, obviously she was in some really weird, uh, this guy had jumped out of like a, a big, um, like an SUV, you know, all the windows were tinted. You know, it was like some enraged guy who felt, he could claim her, and, and then I just had to get her out because I was afraid he was going to... And anything that happens to the car, like, we, we have to pay for it when it goes back yeah. to the garage. You don't need that headache. No. But she wasn't like, get out of here, that's that's uh, Randy, he's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's Tony. Yeah, or one, Tony some other name that ends in Y. He's out of his mind. <laughs> she didn't say any of that stuff? No, well, uh, um... There wasn't, no, no, she didn't, she didn't start talking like that. She, there wasn't really enough time. I, I, yeah, I would have, I would have, I was really kind of concerned about the predicament she might be in. Did she take her top off? Danny D just asked me to ask you that. Sorry. Did she take her top off? Is that what, that's the question? Yeah. (laughs) Danny D just asked, uh, Danny, why did you have me ask that? Sorry. No, but I mean, unfortunately, that's, she didn't. I, I, why why that, would she? Why no, it seems like a st- enraged the, lunatic demanding she get out of the car. No, it's yeah. It's to me. It strikes me as a strange reaction to the circumstances. Yeah. Now, yeah. has that ever happened though in one of your cars, in your cab? Um, I've uh, I've made out with some girls in the cab before. Wait, customers? L- yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. So a girl gets in your car, and the, before the ride is over, you're making out with them? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, this girl got in on, uh, on 23rd Street near 6th Ave. Wait, okay, I mean, back it up. What time of day? This was around, you know, like, it was like 8.30 or 9 at night. 8.30 or 9 at night, a woman gets into your car. And then when I pulled up, it was... This young woman and a, and a young guy, and then um, 
I thought they were both getting in, but only she got in. But then he was like standing there, like it was just very awkward. And then so then when I took off, I was like, you know, what was that all about? And then she said, "That's Randy. He's crazy." <laughs> or no, um, that not no. no. No, no, no. Wait. So then, what happened? Well, she said, "What did she say?" She it, what what happened is like she was. That was her boyfriend or some guy she was seeing, and they were. She was like trying to leave him, or there was some kind of problem they were having. Clearly. But then, I was dr- driving her to just go visit some other guy, and then she was like, she just pipes up all of a sudden, like, "Look, are we gonna are we gonna make out or not?" <laughs> After I, I had, she was really good looking. I was. She I sounds like a real catch. Flirtatious with her. This is yeah. She was. I think she was on a little something. You know, she was in a party mood. Wait. So how how long was she in the car before she asked you to make out? About uh, I don't know, five minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You're a real charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. And this has happened more than once. Well. uh, (laughs) Okay. the funny thing, the rest of the funny stuff about that story was that I drove her up to Midtown where she was going to go meet some guy, like, in a hotel room. And I married that girl. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, now I, I gotta, I'm picking up some people. Wait, you can't leave me hanging? Does that mean you can't talk about... <laughs> Wait, aren't, Let me, um, aren't all hold, cab hold, drivers... Hold on one second, Dave. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Hi there. Just pull it hard. Pull it hard. Um, what's what's going on in that car? 28th and B-Way? Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, let me... Um, I'm sorry. I'm... Wait, now... Hold on, hold on. Passing cops. Hold on. Wait, aren't all cab drivers in 2015 required to be talking on the cell phone at all times? Uh, it's, it's actually really funny. It's totally against the law. We can get a, a big ticket talking on the on the phone, even on a... Hands free. I feel like every every cab I ever get in, the the driver is on the phone non not as only is he on the phone, but he's talking nonstop, seemingly not letting the person on the other end get a word in edgewise. And I always imagine that it's somebody far, far away, and he they're just sitting there in an undershirt smoking a cigarette. Not even smoking it, just letting it burn down, sitting there in the dark. <laughs> and every 30 seconds or so, they just say, yes. And then what happened? And then the cab driver just keeps talking and talking. That's what I... Right. Anyway, right. I digress. I've heard, I've heard that you're imagining before. But what, why would they not even be smoking it? Why would they just be sitting there letting a cigarette burn down? I don't know. I just... That's <laughs> this... Let me have this. Now... Now, here's a question, though. When, so you make out with this girl, do you pull, you pull over? Does she get in the front, or do you get in the back, like a... Um, yeah, I got her up to Midtown. Okay. And then, and I was, you know, I was, I guess I kind of had to start pushing the issue. I was like, well, look, you know, let me just go find some place to pull over. And then, like, the guy that she was going to go meet at the hotel started kind of contacting her a little bit and then she was willing to ignore him at that point and so I just went and drove over kind of to the west side and yeah I parked and then she moved up to the front seat and 
yeah, we were making out up here in the in the front seat, and then but then the guy wouldn't uh, leave her alone. He kept calling or texting, and and so then, then, I, did... you know, then I drove her back to go, you know, hook up with some other guy in a hotel room. You know, she was quite. Uh, uh, she sounds like a real wild. catch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, do do you keep the meter running? Did you turn on? Danny D wants to know. This is a good question. Did you keep the meter running when you're making out, or do you turn it off like a gentleman? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course, the meter goes off. You know. But then that was, was post ride. You know. Did she art? Did then what do you do? Does she pay you for the ride still, or do you like, hey baby, I got this one. This one's on. <laughs> This is on Cassius. Now you get up to that hotel room and do something we'll both regret. Um, I think she threw me some money. I, I don't think I like the man to... No. no, of course not. I mean, come on. Yeah, that'd be pretty crass. But you didn't say no when she handed you the money. No, because I still drove her where she wanted to go. And I gave her a free ride back to the hotel hotel room after after we were done. Oh wow! See, this is uh, this is like uh, my fair lady or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can be. You know, that makes quite, no sense. Quite gentlemanly and charming. Yeah, this story. You know, I think we all thought it was headed towards a dark place, but uh, <laughs> it sounds great. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, I did did have sex with another girl. Oh boy. On the job. That was that was really funny. Well, yeah. And wait, just very quickly. How what happened? How did that <laughs> Maybe I'll save that story for another Yeah, another call in call next in. next next show. I want yeah. I how about one every show you call in and we'll get a different story. You're going to put yeah, my, okay. my own right. erotic... Sh- wow, right. this is... Yeah, I think we ought... Any more right now and we would, you know... I get, I get the feeling, though, you had more questions for me. Oh, I do. But let's let's pick it up next time because I, this could, you know... I could fill the next two hours. Okay. Because I have to have more questions with every moment. <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. Keep up the good work. Sure will. We're all counting on you. And you do the same. You're, 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 it's great to listen to you uh, all right. while, Th- while driving. Thanks so much, Cassius. Yeah, man. Take care. Stay Take safe care. out there. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. That's incredible. He exceeded my expectations. I thought I was good. Wow. Oh, boy. I'm going to answer some... I'm going to just need to, like, uh... Just kind of, like, reset my brain by, uh... Reading some listener mail. Yes. By the way, if you have a question for me, Dave Hill... You know, the guy whose show this is... Or was. I mean, between... Me allowing someone to talk about Iron Man Trooper Beer for a really long time. 
just so I could get free beer. And then the scandalous story we just heard from Cassius about making out with a girl in this cab. I may be asked to turn my keys in. I don't know. But if you, if, assuming I get to hang on to him, if, you know, I might lose him because I haven't reached my goal yet. So please pledge. Silent fundraiser. Okay, enough on that. Let's just let's get through some questions here. If you have a question for me, Dave Hill, from before, send them to chit chat. On oh wait, no, wait, chit chat, all one word. At DaveHillOnline.com. The first question, Samantha Fahey writes, What does Snoop Dogg smell like? XO. Samantha Fahey, a.k.a. Ola Soy Milk, from the chat room. I believe last week she asked what Danzig smelled like. I gotta say, I met, I did meet Snoop Dogg. I don't require a, I don't, I don't recall, I should say. I, I don't remember a fragrance. I, I think he smelled Lovely. There was a certain smell in the hallway emanating from his dressing room. I think we can all guess what that might be. Um, but as for the man himself, by the way, he was incredible. Talk about being someone being good at what they do. He's pretty much nailing it as far as being Snoop Dogg goes. And a very, very lovely, pleasant gentleman as well. But no, I don't know. I don't recall any smell, a scent. Seth Leibowitz, I believe, a.k.a. Shreddy Mercury writes, What Iron Maiden song are you going to drink your first trooper beer to? God, enough! I feel like I'm being set up here. I don't know. Trooper, maybe? Bill Dolan writes, Kind sir, I just realized that your legendary MTV Cribs episode was filmed prior to having little Joe Franklin. That's my dog, in case you haven't heard me mention her 7,000 times. My question is, when you now say, this is where the magic happens, that's in quotes, prior to one of your tantric Rubin, yeah, Rick Rubin sessions, okay, I see what you did there. Does little Joe Franklin know to leave the room, or have you trained her how to operate the video camera? Wishing you the best this holiday season. Very reasonable question, Bill. Um, I uh, scar her for life and make her watch. Throw in, and I put her in a cage just to add another weird twist to it. Thank you. Next question. Oh my god. Sanjeev Batia of Fanwood, New Jersey writes, Dear Dave, what is it with everyone giving Charlie Brown rocks when he went trick-or-treating on It's the Great Pumpkin? Charlie Brown? I mean, it's not like it was just one rock either. Everyone gave him a rock when all the other kids were given candy. I view this as a form of terrorism or bullying at the least. How did they even know it was Charlie Brown under the ghost costume anyway? Well, now that I've gotten that off my chest, what are your plans for Halloween? Well, okay, the thing with The Rock, I don't know. You realize he's a fictional character. What am I going to do for Halloween? 
I'm gonna be hanging out at my sister's house, eating all her goddamn candy. And that's the damn truth. Finally, Jim in Connecticut writes, Hello, Dave. I remember, I remember, as a wee lad, splitting apart Oreos. This is a very... Because Danny D is back on the scene. I need to check in with him at some point. Speaking of which, if you want him to answer the phone, it's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I realize it's intimidating after we've had an erotic, real-life erotic tales from a cab driver named Cassius. It's hard to compete with that. But give it a shot, 201-209-9368. Okay, Jim writes, Hello Dave, I remember as a wee lad splitting apart Oreos and usually and frustratingly having the white stuff stick to both sides of the cookie. Occasionally you'd nail it and have all the cream on one side, but this was the exception rather than the rule. You had to get your technique down with twisting, prying, or some other method. Today it's always one clean cookie and one cookie with all the creamy goodness. These goddamn kids today have it made! Exclamation point. The, the National Biscuit Company developed. I just. I didn't know Nabisco stood for that. Oh my god, you really do learn stuff on this show. Did the National Biscuit Company develop a delicious new chemical to make this dream a reality? Thank you for your time. Jim in Connecticut. I bet they did, honestly. Because, isn't that the thing we're learning? Is If they can possibly add chemicals to our food, they will. I mean, today we found out bacon's bad for you. What's next? Taylor ham? Will Taylor ham be bad for you? Danny. Where's Danny? God damn it. Oh my god. Let's check in with Danny, just for a second. Then I gotta play some jams. I got more jams. Uh, how are you handling this bacon news? Um, it makes me hungry for bacon. It does, don't you think? It's now, just one of those things. People and, are gonna, they're like, it's just gonna make people want bacon more. And, and rather I, than be like, oh my god. I'm not exaggerating, and, and someone can double check this. Pull the mic up a little bit, like a damn professional. Yeah, was there like a... A, a little person here before me? I mean, Little Michael Jackson was here earlier. Ah, there we go. But I saw this, I heard this on the radio about the report, and someone can fact check me on this. They said worldwide bacon causes, or this meat thing causes, it was like 90,000 deaths per year. Which, when you divide it by the number of days a year, and the fact that there's like 7 billion people on Earth. It, it's not... <laughs> it's alarmist. It, it does seem a little... That's why, like, I was watching something on New York One, where I get most of my information, um, and they were saying, they were like, more people die from poor diet than died in the Vietnam War. And it's like you hear and. You're supposed to go like, oh, wait, what? I didn't, it was something along those lines. And I just thought, like, like, that's alarmist and completely irrelevant. It's like 270 people a day, if, if you do the math. 
And that's, I'm, you know, that's not too more, bad. More people choke on food, probably, in Kilo over per Choking day. Choking on kale and quinoa and all I, those I, things I, that I, are I, supposed to make us live forever. I didn't want to bring up uh, the unfortunate... What? Well, we almost lost Shayna to kale choking that one time, didn't we? We did, yeah. We we, we need to follow up on that. But, I'll uh, say. You're looking, you're looking... You know, you're, you got the rockin' look today, sir. Me? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Me, yeah, it's just a look I put together back at the house. Yeah. I think I spied a suicide CD in the... In the... In the uh, record library, but I don't know how many dirty words are going to, you know. Yeah. I'll play some next week. I think how how's about that? Sounds like a plan to me, Dave. But and so. what do you think? Do you think they've altered... They must have altered Oreos, right? Since... Oh, they've altered everything. They I mean, ruin everything. I remember Remember when Doritos were not nacho cheesier? They were just reasonably cheesy? Yeah. Exactly. Much better... Much better nacho. And don't get into the dangerous cheesy part. Like, why would you make your product dangerous? We all want more. That's like they do that. I think I've talked about this before on the program. But, like, beer, like, it's everywhere you go. It's like IPA, IPA. Like, and, and it's, like, undrinkable now. Yeah. And Salisbury steak used to be in a metal tray with french fries. Now what? Now how do they serve it? Now it's it? in a plastic tray with mac and cheese, which admittedly... Actually, isn't really isn't bad. It's a pretty good option. But someone shoot me in the face. I don't want to live in this world. That's too harsh, probably. But um, all right. Well, I'm glad we settled all that. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna that's play some jams. For. Brian Babylon's gonna be here shortly. Um, we good on Oreos? I could use some more. I mean, I've had probably too many. All this Oreo talk's got to be making you hungry. Oh, man. All right. Let's check in again shortly. I'm going to play some jams. Brian Babylon's going to be here. What's the number again? Oh, thanks for asking, Danny. 201-209-9368. That's 201. Hey, listen. Let me ask you. Well, actually, I'm going to ask Brian about this, and we'll we'll get to this later. But the number is 201-209-9368. If you'd like to call... Talk to us live on air about uh, whether you've made out with, uh, if you're a cab driver, if you've made out with any of your fares, or really anything. There could be any question that doesn't even have anything to do with that. Oh, thank you. How many are recommend? What? How many Oreos in a serving? What to say on the bag? Isn't it by the time you're eating Oreos, you probably don't have concerns like that, do you? And the list of things I'm afraid to read. <clears throat> Serving size, oh three god. cookies. Oh my god, I've That's already the door. Had six. I'm gonna go get the door. That's probably him. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna play some jams. This is the goddamn Dave Hill show. Uh thanks for not having anything better to do. No, just kidding. This is the incredible programming from the future. I don't know, I just had a brief uh slip in confidence there. Um here's some jams that are pretty sweet. I think you'll agree. Starting with, have some like short ones, long ones. No one can believe it. It's the best. Brian Babylon, I believe, is on the premises. Oh shoot! Where's the song that I want to play? What you're hearing now is professionalism. 
Was it was it King Diamond on the birth certificate? Yeah. You serious? Yeah. You believe that, Keith? No. <laughs> you don't. What do you say, Ed? Could be. Ed is a policeman in the from Irvington, New Jersey. He's the rapping policeman. He's going to make an album soon too. So this is King Diamond. So so. Uh, would you, if I went to, uh, to Denmark, would you show me around? Uh, sure, anytime. I told you! Why did you adopt me? What? Why did you adopt me? But I gotta, oh, oh my God, I'm back on the air. I gotta announce these songs. That was XTC with This Is Pop. Before that, of course, Roger Miller. King of the Road. I couldn't resist. Before that, Bad Brains with The Regulator. I'm going to play a couple more scorching hot jams. Brian Babylon is here. He walks among us. We'll be back with him asking the tough questions and other, you know, discussing matters of great importance. The number is 201-209-9368. We'll be right back here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. That's, I'm working on my radio voice, Brian. Wait, your mic, oh, you're on the wrong mic, that's why, that, you're on that, this was on that mic. Just I say, love that. Yeah, you love it, okay, there we go. Alright, now we'll, we'll be right back, though. Mm-hmm. But that was, now we got the mics, alright, we're good, we'll be right back. This is Eater. I also know kids in Florida who smoked oregano, and anybody who cooks knows it's just a herb. And they got a little dizzy, or they got a little bit of taste, and man, this is the end. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Somebody gives you anything, catnip, you know, thyme. Cockfosters. 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 And we're back. That was the Black Angels, or maybe it's just Black Angels. I don't know if there's the in front of that or not. It is the Black Angels. I just checked. Black, the Black Angels. Or Das Black Angels. Yeah. From Austin. That was Sunday evening. I was just in Austin opening for Snoop, Snoop Dogg as discussed earlier. So he went back from um, the Snoop line. He's back to the Snoop double G. Yeah. I guess it didn't work. I don't know it if it was stick. just a phase. It actually it worked really well because everyone talked about it, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, when, when, you know when you have that lull of not putting out hits and you need people to keep your name in there because he's doing very well. And if you don't remember, my good friend Dave Hill, and this is the goddamn yes. Dave Hill. That's right. Show. If you don't remember, Snoop Lion collaboed with Eddie Murphy. He did. What do you see? I'm always blowing your mind every time I come here. Red Light. There's a song called Red Light where Snoop, Eddie Murphy's singing. You got to right. pull it up. I'm going to pull it this up It must be pulled right up. Now. Red Light, Star Bright, Shine, blah, 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 blah. And Eddie Murphy's in the video Whoa. with his guitar. But I don't, I don't, I'm curious on his guitar skills, Eddie Murphy. Ugh, I'm curious on Red Light. It's an Eddie Murphy track. Snoop Dogg, Red Let's Here we go, it's coming up. All right, let's just... Wow, I did not know... How did I miss this? Gotcha. All right, I'm just going to... Boom, we, we have to hear this. And you know what? They played this in the back during his Kennedy Awards thing a few weeks back. Okay, they're playing an ad. So this is... um. Everybody, please get on the internets, or however you 
find out stuff. And look up Red Light, Snoop Lion and Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna play it now. A snippet. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh my gosh. Noya! Right near the beach. Oh, well, you, I'm gonna give you a little. Uh, right near the beach, boy! See, this is. David a- Hill, you know my story. You know where red lights come from. Playing games. This is. I actually have to say, this is not as bad as I expected it to I'm, be. I'm trying to tell you, this song is. Thank you. You're mesmerized. I love it. You're, it's not. It's much better than I expected. It exactly. To be. Listen to the words, man. Dave, listen to the words. Come on now. And he, he's playing the guitar. And I, as, as someone who plays a guitar, is it is it sound like you can hear what he's doing? Probably not. But I mean, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. It. He's, it's convincing. Yeah. So Snoop Dogg He's comes tackling in. the tough topics, too. He said race relations. Mm-hmm. So, you know. He can deal with real issues, Eddie Murphy. He's at that level. Mm. Broken economy. Thank, oh, thank my you. gosh. Thank you. Okay, I gotta. Get to okay, Snoop. That's, it's, oh, Snoop's gotta come yeah. in and rap at some point, he, right? He raps. Do you see where Snoop comes in? Come on. Mm. He looks very Snoop. Yeah, he's in full Snoop Lion mode. This is when Snoop Lion was in full effect. Now, let me just say this. You can. Let's yeah. Let's let's talk about this. Back away from this. Let's debrief. Yeah, yeah. What you wow. what you fail to realize? Eddie Murphy has sold millions of records. Don't forget that. Don't forget party all the time. Don't oh, f- I can't. Okay. Don't forget. Um, how could it be a ballad? I don't. I'm not hip to that. Well, we'll pull that up momentarily. How could it sure. be? It was about was about a guy who had a wife who was cheating on him. Oh, man. At a house party that they had. So the the I don't know whatever the mistress the story, is a like, man is it making a man be a mistress the that other would be a mister I guess mister came to the house party that Eddie Murphy and his video wife had and bones and well they, they didn't really get into it but Eddie was feeling things that. and he was like how can it be how can it be was this a reggae song you also? don't love me anymore this is straight R and B ballad wow wait. I, I need to do the station ID, and then we're going to jump right back as if we didn't stop. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, and Rockin' County at 91.9 FM, and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Okay. Yeah. So, Eddie Murphy. So, and this was a hit? Yeah. I mean, he went through several, back when MTV just started letting black people get on MTV. He was like one of those first dudes. Party all the time was a hit. I remember. Wasn't that a Rick James was Rick James? No, Rick James. If you go to the party all the time video, Rick James is in the studio. It is a studio session, and Rick James is the maestro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Man. Okay. 
This is like, and this is after he did billions of dollars in the box office. It's like, you know, let me get into music, man. Eddie Murphy. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, what do you think of that? Like, when someone uses that to be like, now I'm going to make everyone listen to my music. Yeah. Like, because of course it's going to like, yeah, okay. But I mean, a lot of people have done it. Like, Deion Sanders, Keanu Reeves. Well, well um, it's all the money. That was just pure comedy, Dion's primetime Sanders. That was horrible. That, but the, I mean, the, the thing is, he thought he could dance, but end zone dances is not disco dancing. No, that the, his dancing was horrible, and he seemed like he really meant it. Like oh, he was serious. Oh man, um, that was oh, bad. Hold on, guess who else? Um, Jamie Foxx. Actually, Fox. actually can sing very well. He actually, I would have to say. Not that I'm a fan of it or can even think of it, mm-hmm. what it sounds like. Jimmy Fox music? Yeah, I feel like he actually has managed to, like, you kind of forget. He's he's almost in that category where you're like, I don't know, where did he come from? Like, what is his... Because you're like, he sings, he does comedy, he does acting. But he's he, kind of like an entertainer. No, but point. if you go back to In the Streets, when Jamie Foxx puts out those, those songs, they're hits. Mm-hmm. You go to the club... And you can oh, Jamie Foxx has like three or four songs that are quality hits. Yeah, but when when my girl wants to party all the time comes on, there's a there's like a key. It's sort of a guilty sort of a pleasure. Guilty pleasure because it's like that's when the hard stuff comes out. Yeah, and he goes diamonds on when he goes diamonds on her fingers. Diamonds on, on her fingers. Yes, Dave Hill. <laughs> yes. See, you know, I know mm-hmm. it. Now, if you remember Terrence Howard came out with a horrible record oh well, well and he had a beef with jamie fox you, you ever seen that video is the is the beef does it exist in the video or is well, it in no, real life the beef was in real life where apparently terrence howard from the hit show empire was sure. saying that he didn't think jamie fox's music was all that how dare he yeah right and then terrence and then jamie fox was asked us on a radio show in los angeles and just ripped into him like terrence howard his album went uh, popsicle sticks, and my album went gold. Whoa. And then he would start talking about how Terrence Howard stays in character all the time. You know, like when they did Ray. He oh oh like he's like a Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, like so, like so he said, man, we were. He said we were filming Ray. This is Jamie Foxx saying they were filming Ray, and they went to a New Orleans Pelicans game. And they were you know floor seats. What is now is that WNBA? No, that's. I think back then it was a, yeah the New New Orleans Pelicans. Are what back, is that? That's the NBA team. That used to be the. Um, it's the actual NBA basketball team. Yeah, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Hannibal, Bur- Hannibal Burris, my good friend, has a joke about that. Pelicans are really thug are thugs. Yeah. When you think about it, and the thug uh, of the bird community. Yeah, and and Terrence Howard was dressing in old timey Ray clothes of that era. Like uh-huh. zoot suits and stuff, <clears throat> and like, hey, hey, Ray, man, and he kept calling Jamie Foxx Ray. He's like, hey, man, we not on set, dude. Cut, stop. Oh man, that would I would not put up with that. <laughs> no way. No. This this only goes to this is why, and this is a perfect exa- example. Like, do you you know, uh, th- like you always know when you go to a set of whatever. Some yeah. sort of shoot. If you ever want to know, if you don't know who's the comedian and who's the actor on yeah. set, the actors always they I was they always 
think everyone's glad to see him for starters. Like they show up in the morning, they're like, "Here I am." Yeah. Whereas like the it's com- about me. the comedians show up like they could be working craft service or whatever. They're just like a regular person showing up and they're, to and work. they're happy to be there. Yeah. The comedian is always happy to be there. Actors are they're horrible people. Oh, can I say something? Oh, oh my God. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they are? Can I say something? Yes. I, I realized I got like terrified of actors when when uh, I, I was lucky enough to be on Inside Amy Schumer. Right? Which I was on that show. Fun. Not, not to brag. And no, we're not, not a competition. No, no, no. It's not a competition. Just wanted so to much fun. Say. Yeah. Right, and first time, first time ever on TV was that. Oh, nice! Right? And I, we were doing the little scene, and then extras. It was a party scene mm-hmm. where the extras were like, you know, getting there, dancing around and trying to, you know, be at a party, but you can't talk. Yeah, you got to be like, oh, right? So these two girls were behind the wall, next to the food table, nowhere near the camera, still doing this scene. Like no one's looking at you right now. You're behind these these coats. And this this baloney plate, the camera is on the other side of this wall doing something, and you're still in character. Like, that's crazy. I got nervous. Yeah, I got nervous, bro. Well, they're crazy, the actors. And and every- if you're if you're that famous in an actor, and if you're any actors out there, I'm sorry to hate on you. You're not that person we're talking about, but you know who yeah, we're me, talking about. Yeah, we don't mean you. Have you have a friend. I guarantee you. You have a friend who's bananas. Oh my, they're all bananas. I've had a few. I've known a few actors where I'm like, they seem like they're not crazy, but then it's just give it time. Oh yeah, give it time. People say comedians are crazy, but the no, the difference not. is businessmen and p- women. But the well, this is the, the an actor uses their mental illness to ruin everyone else's life. Mm-hmm. Comedians' mental illness. Torches only themselves, and they give it back in laughter. So who's yes. zooming who? <laughs> who's zooming who? Well played. Okay, let me tell you something. A, a forgotten Aretha Franklin eighties hit. Who? Let me tell you. She didn't need it, but she released it anyway. No, she didn't. She it wasn't that wasn't that her. Yeah, that was Aretha. But she didn't. Well, she. I mean, she, she needed was, it. She has. She has money problems. She does. Oh my God! Yes. Well, I guess yeah, because she comes she's from a gam- an era where she has people. gambling problems. Like she pays the thing. I, the rumor is that the Aretha Franklin. Oh my God! Gets needs to be paid in cash at her shows, and she puts the money in her bosom. I love it. I think I've that's heard the, this. That's the rumor. But it, I've heard a lot of people. They they like uh, the old school performers. They want cash and they need it like before they go on. Yeah. Oh yes, old school. That's the way to Good, do it. Can we go back to the actors real quick? Yes. Scarier, scarier thing than just an act, a normal actor is an older actor past their prime who doesn't get it. I met this lady who was the, um, I'm not going to say her name, but you can figure it out. She was uh, in the Rocky movie. Was it Tyne Daly? No. Was it, um, no. Keep going. In the Rocky movie, it was Adrian worked at a pet store, right? Uh-huh. Her boss at the pet store was this woman. Okay. Okay. And I, before I did comedy, I was doing like industrial videos and we had these auditions where this lady was like part of the consulting team and she was in on these auditions and we were having people come in for these auditions in New York City and she was writing these notes feverishly on this one girl. Like, you know, you have those yellow pads. Yeah. And she was just like scribbling all these feverish notes. I'm like, this is just two lines of an industrial video. What could you be writing down? Right. Yeah. So the girl leaves. And then this lady takes a break and goes to the bathroom. 
So I'm like looking at headshots. I say, like, huh, I see the notepad that she was feverishly writing, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at the notepad, Dave Hill. You know what it said on it? What? Over and over and over, it said, more rouge, more rouge. Wait, why? I was terrified. I, at that moment, at that moment, my friend Dave Hill, I was so scared. Like, I've been in the room with a maniac for the last two days. I love it. <laughs> Dude, it, said, it just said, oh, like, like, the shining. Yeah, yeah. It was That's some, it was some shining stuff in my oh. life. It just said, more rouge, more rouge, more rouge. Like, she couldn't focus on this girl's performance because she didn't have enough rouge on? Oh, my gosh. What? I love it. Don't, do you ever find that, though, when you encounter... And perhaps, you know, I realize there's maybe people have had this experience with me that where they've thought this. But when when you encounter someone with that you're like, they're so crazy, mm-hmm. you go to the point where you're like, I'm terrified, but I'm also excited by how it's, it's damaged yes. this person. <laughs> it's it's sort of like love playing it. chicken. Yeah. You know, you're like you want to get out, but you can't because you're you're pulled in because you're crazy too and you're a comedian. And you just want to see more. It's sort of like looking mm-hmm. at the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know your face is going to melt off. And but yet, it's so brilliant inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That you can't you can't look away. Oh man. So that's so if you're an actor get it together. They got medicine for that and get on it. You can't though because the the uh they're that the damage is done by with, the time with the actors. Yeah. Yeah, because I, it's like if God you, bless them. No, no, God, if, don't it, get me wrong. No, because if you don't make it, and you have to figure out where your lane is, you could be happy in a small town at a, at a, at a community theater, and, and you marry somebody wealthy, and you you put on plays, winter, fall, summer, and and spring, mm-hmm. and that's what you do, and you're acting, you're doing what you love. Mm-hmm. But when you're still holding on, and may not look the way you did, and I see it, I see a lot of stuff. I moved to LA, so it's. Oh yeah, you moved. This is, but yeah, you you were when I met you, you were living in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Are you born? Are you from Chicago? Yeah, born and raised in Chicago. Born and raised in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You were you were the host of your own radio show. Yeah. On on WBZ's vote, I've said that all this at the top of the show, but just to bring the listener oh, back up to you. speed again, you were WBEZ's Vocalo Radio, the morning radio show. There. Which was which was that radio station was sort of um, fashioned off of this radio station. Oh, of of the free form, just everybody get in there and just make a new sound. Yeah, and it was it was designed by the great wizard of public radio, Tori Melatia. He's the Gandalf. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's the one uh, who made a This American Life with Ira my arch Glass. enemy Ira Glass. Wait, he's your arch enemy? Oh. You're kidding? Ooh. Wait, he? I, but he's a friend of mine. I don't like Ira Glass. I don't like him. Well, let's call him now and discuss this. Why don't you like? It? Do you know him? It's it's. We were coworkers, but we never our paths never crossed. I think I gave. I remember I saw him in the office one day, and I just got so, so fed up. I was like, there's like. Phew, and I walked away. I think you guys would hit it off, though. Honestly. I don't know. I mean, it, he needs to understand where my beef is. And my beef is a serious one. And I don't, I don't do this. I don't have this beef because people think that my, my initial beef of public radio is locally back home. Mm-hmm. It's for my ego. I said, no, I, I got to take a pay cut to do this job. Doing public radio locally back home is never for my ego. I do other things for that. Yeah. 
I do other things for my ego, and I'm, it's being fed very well. That show I did in the morning was for my city of Chicago that I felt needed. The thing that we provided was, you know, non-commercial radio where people can talk about real issues, not worry about sponsors or, you know, we could talk about, we had a show called Feminist Wednesday every Wednesday where your guy off the street can call in and not feel afraid of talking about feminist issues and it was great. Peace Prize Thursday, we talked about social issues on uh, globally and locally. It was it was some real good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it never got embraced by that public radio community because it was wasn't like them. It was, am I gonna pull the race card? But I might pull it. Pull it. I, I'm gonna have to do it because you're talking to somebody who who's done both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, let's be real. I'm not someone who like, man, they're not giving me a shot. And I do pretty big public radio things. You know, I hosted the Moth back home in Chicago for five years. You know, the Wait Wait show yeah, was you're, fun. You're, you're right on, wait, yeah, wait, so it's like I'm not, I'm not hating about that. It's like you guys need, if you guys are going to be on these pledge drives back home saying you do it for the community, don't, I, when I look up, the only thing you have as far as black people are concerned is, oh, they're shooting each other. And if it's Latinos, it's about immigration. But if it's white people, it's vegan bike rides. And, you know. I love a nice vegan bike ride. <laughs> the you know that about me. Brian. I know. You love vegan bike rides. But it's, <laughs> it, has to, it has to be spread around. You yeah. Know? And, and with my beef with Ira Glass is that whole This American Life crew, when you confront them with this topic, they always go back, well, what about when we won the Peabody for that Harper High School piece? I'm going to see, there you go. It's about you winning that Peabody Award, which is how to get that driveway moment is if you get some black person to cry on air about how crappy their life is. So some person who has a driveway can like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Click and go back into their home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I like that driveway moment. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's what you need to do. That's oh really God, this good. Is, this is totally a driveway moment. <laughs> and they're like, oh, look, I got this black woman. I heard, I've heard multiple producers at WBZ. I will not call any names out, but you know who you are. Look. I got this woman to cry about how she doesn't have health care. Or I got this woman to cry about how her son got shot. And it's like, I, I get how that's compelling. Mm-hmm. But that, at the end of the day, you're going back to your life. And this person's going back to the horrible life that they're living. And you won a Peabody Award. And you get grant money and don't pay taxes off that. But you think you're doing something. I said it. Bam. And that's my total beef. Spread it around. Everyone doesn't have a sound like Hourglass. That's that article they had in the New York Times. Well, yeah, I want to talk about that. There was, uh, and po- it's I true. saw you post on Facebook today. That what that is, but he's sort of you know he is the originator. He is. Yeah, you can't hate him. But that's it's like, like saying like you know you can't be mad at at this is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Well, no, let's say or, or, when Pearl Jam came out, then yeah. everyone started singing like Eddie Vedder. Regardless of what you think, is that of, that like? Yeah, like sort of like, earnest, earnest white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still happening. Um, who, who was the worst? I, I, I always get who was the worst guy who did that, and everyone laughs at him. He's like kind of Christian Rocky a little bit. Oh, oh, the Creed guy. Creed. Yeah, he's took it to the worst place, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But that Ira Glass sound thing is real. It's sort of a trickle down effect if you will but he that's just him talking but, but he then, doesn't hold on that's the thing is i'm the tripping me out about that is that's all scripted and he makes it sound like he's just having these just moments where he can't figure things out but <laughs> he he's reading he's not that's not from his heart he's reading that and that's the part that trips me out and that's how all of every one of them try to produce all their pieces that's what sounds the same 
It sounds the same. If anything sounds different, it's like, mm, that's too insidery because I don't get it. I've heard program directors, the one at WBEZ, you know who you are, who says, oh, this is too insidery. Why? Because you don't get it? You drive back to the suburbs every day. Mm-hmm. You've never been to the west side or the south side of Chicago. Tell me two non-white people that you know intimately and something about their life. I'm not, I'm not that dude. I'm I'm a patriot. Yeah. I'm saying pay taxes and you can do whatever you want. Pay taxes, guys. And I'm saying that as someone who's benefits from the uh, NPR thing very well. I do very well with that. But I want you guys to be fair about it. We have. I feel like this might be a call. This is Ira Glass on the calling topic. Me? This is Ira Glass calling. No, no, Brian. Why you hurt my Danny's. feelings? Chapter one. I do have his number. We My feelings. Chapter two. This is part. Chapter two is. I'm curious on why Brian Babylon hates me so much. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I know both of you, and I know you guys would hit, would hit it off. He's had. Let me tell you something. He's had plenty of opportunities to reach out and get to know me. Right. He's had plenty of opportunities to get to reach out and maybe mention the word vocalo about this new hot radio station that's about. Reaching people, those non-traditional public radio listeners. He's never done it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace broker mm. this whole thing. All right, I'm gonna do it. It may not happen tonight. No, no, no. But we have Cassius calling for a record third time. Cassius, cab driver. He's called earlier, telling about how he made out with one of his fares, which nice. is aw- awesome. And but okay, Cassius, you're on the air. Hey, hey. <laughs> with with me and Brian Babylon. Hey, Cassius. Hello there, Mr. Babylon. Yeah, I just I just have to tell you, like, um, it's so great to hear people rip apart public radio. Like, it's every, everybody, like, deep down hates them, hates their guts. Well, they don't, yet, it, yet it's hardly expressed enough. Well, I don't, I'm like this. Let me say something. I don't know if people hate their guts, because I will say <laughs> they they do some quality work. But it's getting to the point now where they're becoming the Fox News of that crowd. Right. You, you right. know, it's like, hey, Fox so, News so has this there's, there's no middle ground for people to have conversations like the rest of us because it's these two polarizing things. Either you, you drive a pickup truck or you drive a Subaru. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. Know, you, eat, you, eat, you eat pork ribs or hummus plates. There's no, there's no in between. So let, let's yeah, yeah. Let, let's get to you, man. What's what is the your life about? Are off. What is your life about? He's boning. Uh, I don't know if I can say. Boning did did you? Here. Well, no. Uh, whatever. Coitus it. Coitusing uh, his fares, which I was it. Con- I'm not saying it's consensual because the other way will be horrible. But how did did, did, did was she? <clears throat> oh, it's consensual. Was she on you? Wait, what? I mean, was was she like, hey, pull over? Or I mean, I'm late to the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But just to bring bring you up to speed, Cash has called earlier, and uh, and this is not the only time this happened. This correct, correct, Cash. This is just one of the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I called a handful of times on your show. No, no, no. I know that, but I'm saying you've made out with more than one of your fairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple making out sessions, and then there was one full on having sex while on the job. And a yellow cab? Experience. Was this a yellow cab? Yeah, he's a yellow cab. Yeah, I drove a yellow Uber cab. Uber driver, sure, you yeah. expect that. 
So, Cassius, let me ask you. Let me ask you a personal question, and it's just us. It's just me, you, and Dave here. Right. Okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. Just, just don't worry about the millions of people listening. <coughs> right. On the right. on a scale of one to ten, how hot are you? <laughs> Interesting. From your heart. From your heart. Come on, I, I can't. I can't answer that. Men, I mean, men and black yourself, and then give yourself a number. Like put that like bloop bloop, and erase your memory. If someone, if you did not know yourself, and someone said, "Hey, do you think this guy's?" Because come on, you are you like a Matthew McConaughey? I mean, what's your look? I guess um, a little, a little like a Steve Stephen Malcolmus look going on. You know, the the front right. guy of Pavement. You know, do you know what Ooh. he looks like? Sure. No, I need I need to pull up my phone. He's easy on the eyes. Pavement is this the band? Yeah. Yeah, it's all. Is that a, is that a, is that a good is that a look is that an emo look? No, it's more of a indie rock. Yeah, yeah. Indie rock, uh, you know, kind of rainy. Uh, okay. This guy? Somewhat poetic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Brian's pulled up. Okay, Steve, so are you are you Steve getting are you getting these phone. like uh grad school chicks or are these like working class young ladies? Um I just, I had people in an ambulance guys screaming at me cuz I'm on the phone. Oh, uh, but you're bragging about yourself, man. Tell them to ease off. Yeah, if they, if you, this is your time to shine. If, if they knew what you were talking about, yeah, they would. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. If 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 cops are around, I, I this is my warning. I have to hang up really quick. So okay. That's and, yeah. Well, well, Cassius, that's not good radio. No, but do right, it. right. Sorry if it does. He's happen. an American. So <laughs> all right. So you're, you're asking about the the type of ladies. Yeah. Um, well, the, the one I had sex with. She she was she was pretty drunk. I'll admit that. I'll put that out. Mm-hmm. Very beginning. But she she actually looked like um, the the young woman in the Devil Wears Prada. The uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Wait, you had yeah, yeah. sex yeah. with Anne Hathaway? Yeah, she she looked very similar to Anne Hathaway. Hmm. Now, like, can I ask you a personal question? Because I've all this is real. This is real. I found. In movies and on TV, yeah. and this could be for all races, but you usually don't see like black people just get it on or Latino people get it on. Usually, you, you see white people just have passion moments and just get into sex. You never see any condoms. You never see any condoms in movies. In movies or TV, they never like, hold on a second. It always just goes straight into the sex. No, and another thing I yeah. find out yeah. in, in yeah, movies and television is they they're uh, fully like penetrating like with no like it's just someone walks across the room and they're it's instantly in. in it's in uh, so to, so be honest Cassius did you I did you did you did you do the right thing and protect yourself no no I knew it you got you're asking a lot of hard-hitting questions and he's Brian. answering yeah um, I mean I, he, well, he is I, answering. I, hate, I hate wearing them like at any time, like across but, the board, they're 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 ridiculous. But I, but I don't you know, just think about it. Out of out of any time that you might want to do it is is cab stranger. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> if you're gonna roll if, the if, dice, if, if you're gonna wear a condom, I'm gonna say out of any time you might even think about it will be cab stranger. 
Oh, 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 yeah, that's when you, you know, do wear That's when you do wear them. On, on paper, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Certainly, certainly in my, sounds in, in my medical opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you ask, like, you know, four to five doctors would say. They, yeah, they're going to, that's, yeah. <laughs> Cab stranger is the time you need to probably pull half on. <laughs> Only four out of five, huh? Yeah. Then there's, uh, there's not one Cassius doctor who just doesn't <laughs> do that. Sure. You know? It just, you know, it takes everything, takes all the feeling away from the experience. Okay, like we know, okay, Kirk, yeah, we, we I know feel like how we're getting off topic. Yeah. What was yeah. the main question? I just want to get, I just want to get more information on how this went down, because I was like to the, to the, to the, to the party on this. Yeah, well. Well, congrats for you, Cassius. I mean, we're, we're going to live our lives through your story. Yeah. And, great, uh, great. I have too this, many hang better, better than This American Life, right? Not no crying. Yeah. And then, oh, uh, so you, know, you guys, I'm on that show. You can't come on. Are go you? Easy. Yeah. All right. Jeez, I can, don't be come on. All right. Put me on it. Okay. All right. You know what? <laughs> now that you put, I'm only I do that because you're my friend, Dave. No, but you know I've been very Switzerland in this conversation. You have. But last last thing about that, I appreciate. I love you both, you I, and Ira. I appreciate that that young lady because, um, in the new world of feminism, we're not supposed to shame her for being with this guy in the cab like that because if it was a guy because we're praising Cassius for doing it right because he's a man <laughs> but in the new world of feminism right right yeah you're not supposed to shame anyone yes her sexuality also yep. oh, yeah we haven't been shaming her when, no, I'm, when, saying, no. I'm not saying i'm just saying when we hang up with Cassius, we'll shame him yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh the, the woman will not be shamed not on this program yeah yeah, because we, we're we're like modern day feminism is real. You, yeah. And I, I have this this T shirt I made off this app called Yo Shirts. Oh, I feel like you you have a financial interest in this company. No, oh, they should. I've been killing it. Is you can make <laughs> you can make these T shirts on your phone like with any image, right? Really? Oh my god! All right, I'm gonna start pulling them up while while we talk. So I made one. Speaking of feminism. With wait, let's let's let Cassius focus on the road. Oh yeah, Cassius, we'll talk to you later, man. Can you call back in twenty minutes? You talking to me right now? Yes, you from before, Cassius. Okay, all right, okay, I'll all do right. that. Call, but thank you for your yeah. Uh, please, please your talk, talk some more smack about public radio. Okay, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, all right. Very be, enjoyable. Be careful out there, and in, in every way, take that as many ways as you can. Okay, all right. right. Thanks, Got to run, got to run. Right, Talk to you. Oh, he turned around like he's got to run. <laughs> he did you hear how he did yeah, that? Yeah, like we, were so, like we were bothering him. <laughs> oh, man. So this... I right, love look, that guy. This first one. This first, look at this one I made. This one is... I'm, I made a Sade hieroglyphic shirt. Okay, for... for uh, Yeah, well, you've just described it, basically. Yeah, Sade's face <laughs> dri- drawn. Yeah, if you've the, ever wanted that... Uh, you want this one? I mean, wow! Eddie Murphy, Zamunda Air Force, and this is uh, the shirt you own. Yes, it's only one of these in existence, and it's on for me. Okay, I'm gonna need this information. And then uh, the the powerhouse shirt that got me talking about the feminism was the one I made, where I had Tina Knowles. Tina, now that's the mother of Beyonce. That's the mother of Beyonce. She got ma- remarried, and I have uh, I made a T-shirt. Wait, the Nowls is split up? Oh yeah, where you been? These, I don't know. What is, what is their last, what I is their last name? I consider my the Nowls is. 
Isn't it the Knowles's? Beyonce Knowles? Knowles. Knowles? Yeah. Beyonce Knowles? Yes. Do you like this one? I, mean. I thought it was Knowles. Look at this one. This is, and I just happen to be at Comic-Con. This is a picture of Damien. Young Damien. From The what? Omen. And then I just happened to meet, see these kids promoting the new Damien movie at Comic-Con. And that's when you struck. You're wearing a full body. It was like, this was meant to be. Okay. But th- I had Tina Knowles' bridal party on this shirt, right? So it's uh, it's like Tina Knowles is a matriarch. Then it's sure. like Solange is there and all her, you know. Poor Solange. And some of the Destiny Childs are children, chicks. And Beyonce's there. I wear this shirt, Dave Hill. Yes. It's a magnet. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Where's that shirt? Hey, hey for real. You want a drink? It's a fem- the, it's a feminist flip. It's the most powerful. The Damien shirt? No, the Beyonce shirt. Let me see the Beyonce shirt. Do you have it there? Oh, that's good. You, do you know? Not to brag, but I have a I have a no a, brag. We might. You, I have talking. a sweatshirt with TLC full body. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to get out. Uh, are you a TLC fan? If I'm you a, say I'm, no, I'm, I'll, I'm a T Boss fan. Uh, <laughs> How are you not a Chili fan? I am a Chili fan. You know what thing about Because, you know, I went to college in Atlanta. And you would see them around. She's like the <sighs> smallest thing. T-Boss? No, the Chili. Chili. She has to be four she, foot ten. She's short? Oh. She's childlike. Like toddler. I did not know this. Chili's like has to be the smallest thing. You I know, love speaking, Chili. Speaking of small... I matched up with a person, a little person on the um, tenders. Uh huh. I'm listening. And 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 my friend Tony said, "Man, you should you should hit her up. You got to give a little love to get a little love." I thought that was the funniest thing that he'd ever said. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. You got to give a little love to get a little love. So I was like, because yeah. she's her first picture was a full blown like this. But you can tell, like, something is... She buried the lead. Something is, like, time bandits eat about her, right? And then you saw on her profile, you know, 32, no kids, 311, blah, blah, blah. She just threw that in there. Okay. But I didn't respond back. Well, you know, that's Tinder in a nutshell, isn't it? You just, you just, but then I felt <laughs> bad because I kind of felt, you know, how you feel like, Ugh. no, I mean, you know, there's no, you don't have to swipe right on, on everyone. I've never tindered. Well, the thing is, swiping right is yes, right? Well, no, this is what happened. I don't, I don't, technically, I don't swipe right. There's another app called Fire. This sounds made up. It's, no, ahead. no. It's a it's a Tinder enhancer. It's like Tinder enhancer. A Tinder enhancer. So it kind of goes into Tinder and it like clusters people like you can like like 14 people at one time. So when you really waste it and you want to power swipe. Wow. They'll just pull up 14 profiles. Like, yeah. This sounds. You, the, the, between. That's. The, between me and Cassius, guys are hard. Between you, you and. Yeah. <laughs> between Cassius, just. uh Willy nilly, yeah. Oh boy, I, I guess I worry. Well, we had Paula from Canada on hold, 
Paul, if you're listening, call back. Oh, yeah, please call. I, I feel just, like I just left. I just left. You may T-dot. be maybe just what we need right now. Yeah, because it's really descended into. You know why do guys do that? Why, what, can't we, why do guys why can't, do what? Why can't we ever be classy? I've been trying, but you know. You, do you have any downtown Abbey updates? I, I've never seen that show. That would be a classy update, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That's a show I watch. I'm I'm black. You're the only black person that's ever seen that show. Downtown Abbey, not Downton. Yeah, <laughs> I always, I always thought it was Downtown Abbey. And when I found out it was Downton, I completely lost interest. Yeah, I, well, you know, you know, I think, and you know what, you know how this, and I have a whole theory about this whole racist Star Wars thing. You heard about the people are mad because it's a black guy in Star Wars. They're going to boycott it. I think this has been part of the Star Wars PR machine to make this negative controversy something. Because they went up and said, a couple of hundred people want to boycott Star Wars. Oh, wait a minute. A couple of hundred? Out of, out of the entire mil- out of world. Out of millions? Like, there's a couple of hundred people who want to do um, any dumb thing. You can get a couple of hundred people who hate Dave Hill, who want to uh, boycott you. And that sounds crazy, right? There's got to be more than that. That's what I'm saying. For this kid. Right? You kidding me? There was more than a couple hundred at the Snoop Dogg show, I'll tell you that. That hated you? <laughs> no. But they would get together and oh, boycott something. Oh, they loved something. me. That would get together and boycott something. No, someone I bought me a beer, even, after that Wait, show. So you're likable, though. I'm a likable young man. I mean, I haven't showered in two days. Are you serious? Yeah, what happened with me was um, I got up yesterday. My body would disintegrate if I did that. Well, you know, I like to build up a little funk, and then I co- I shed the cocoon, and then tomorrow night I'll be stepping out in an incredible you, outfit. You, that's all you, I've never met a man who has as many classy crushed velvet blazers <laughs> and cravats. They're, yeah, they, that man doesn't exist. Right I'm, now. I'm leading the charge. Well, yeah, this is my undercover look. Yeah. This is so I can leave the house. I come out here. I do the show because people you can't be you can't be like if you went out stepping out in your in your armor all the time yeah you can't yeah, this is here this is the thing Elvis Costello Veronica guy that guy mm-hmm. he you know he's a great dresser I think Paul is calling back um, the Costellos uh, he's an incredible dresser Elvis Costello. And he... I never really could focus on he that. Li- I'm told he's moving, but he lives at this point, I believe, right by me. El- El- is he British? He's... Yes. They and, can just live wherever they want to, huh? Well, he's loaded. And he... So he is an incredible dresser, and I passed him on the street the first time I saw him, and he was decked out, full regalia, and I was dressed like this. Like, undercover. Undercover. And I thought... I thought, oh, man... Like I gotta bring the heat. Like this guy's this is like Saturday afternoon. He's does he mimic? Full heat. Do you mimic your look off of him a little bit? No. Does I'm he wear? Does he have like the blazers the way you do? What is his look? He's you know he's got a strong. He wears hats. I don't wear hats. Oh, he steps out. He steps out. So, but then I saw him wearing like a tracksuit and like totally undercover, looking good, fellas. And I was like, oh my god, he looks like hell. We, and I felt much better. Well, you know, I I, I went to um, and when I was in Chicago, went to that uh, David Bowie exhibit. There's an exhibit. You heard about that? No. There's this David Bowie exhibit 
that was at the MCA. Very good. It was very popular. It's they stretched it out. It was sold Is that out. The Museum of Contemporary, Contemporary Art. Art. Yeah, and they had some of his, you know, old things, and he kept everything from his career. So it was, oh yeah, it's a very it's a very good exhibit. And uh, his waistline. Oh, it's got to be what like twenty eight, dude. It was. Like fourteen, it was like six, seventeen inches. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, he's genetically a rock star. Yeah, I have to work to look this good. You have to work to get I have a boy, to work really boy band physique. Do you know? I have a. Um, we're gonna grab Paula in a second, but I, I have a good uh, this name droppy story. My my close personal friend Moby mm-hmm. the, is the, friends with the glasses and the ball guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's friends with David Bowie, as you can imagine, and David Bowie signed, gave him. The hat from the man who sold the world video signed it to Moby. Yeah. And Moby, in his partying days a few years back, used to like stay out at bars and then be like, hey, everyone come back to my house. And we would have like strangers in his house, in his apartment in New York, and had a bunch of like drunk, drugged out people in his. And he woke up and someone had stolen the David Bowie hat Damn. from his apartment. And Dang, I, I, don't, I don't think that was the inciting incident that got him sober, but it couldn't have helped. That's when you know you're going hard. I feel like I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't I see or, or maybe that was on, I was on MTV. Didn't he get beat up or something? I don't think so. I mean, like it was something he got beat up, and uh, it was the Kurt Loader said it. Got to say something to sure. you about Kurt Loader. Yeah, yeah. He's older than my mother. He's seventy. That blew my. Yeah, man. I know that dude though. He's a cool dude. He doesn't look seventy. He man, and that blew my mind. I know. It's a real. Uh, let's let's let's. You let's see get how that silence right there was my mind being blown. Yeah. Still. We should, I, I got it. If I had a, well, Paula from Canada, you're on the air. Hi, hi, Dave. Jump hi, in Dave. with both hi. feet. What? Sorry? How are you? Sorry. Oh, my goodness. I'm yeah, okay. she always says something to, like... Canadian. Un- unintentionally, but you, she says something, and you're like, oh, she's so cool. She's definitely I, I, I calling I bet you from three Canada. loonies, you're from uh, from Canada. She's from Ontario. I am from Canada. Yep, I'm from Canada. Yes, Canada. Now, Canada. how far do you live from Toronto? T-dot, as they about, say. About... Maybe about two hours. How many? Ooh. How many? How many meters is that? Oh jeez! Oh my goodness, you're asking really the wrong girl. Because you know what I hate? Because they, cause they, what they do when you get there, they flip your Google Maps into the KMs <laughs> and the meters and stuff. Oh, it messes with my mind. Rudely, they just went in my. They Google really Maps do. And, and how do you? How could you possibly know what's going on? I'm like, oh man, Freedom yes. Fries. Turn my thing back. <laughs> you like it here, Brian? I, I, I was there. Two three weeks ago, had a blast. Where did you go? We're in Toronto for the for the JFL Toronto thing, and oh, uh, yeah. I had a good time. Um, I forgot that you can't buy liquor just at any corner place. You have to no, go. To that, no, you can't. That government, the government owns that, and uh, that was cool. And uh, we had a good time. I saw Scott Thompson. Scotty Thompson. Oh, from uh, oh, Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Kids in the Hall. I was I was starstruck and on that. Was um, he a nice person? So, and, and, so nice. I'm told he's a delight. So nice. Yeah. And um, he's you know he was on that show Hannibal. Oh, 
He was. As a, as a medical examiner. Oh, nice. And But he changed his name to Scotty Thompson. Just the, for fun? Um, on the credits, it says Scotty Thompson on the Hannibal show. Oh, okay. I'm like, come on, Scotty. Who does Scotty stuff, man? Why not? He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. So what Power do you, move. What do you, what are you doing in Canada? Okay, so right now I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm hiding in my supply closet. It sounds I'm like it. Work. It just keeps getting better and better. It sounds like you were doing yeah. something sneaky. What? Why? I have to be sneaky because, like, if my like supervisor sees I'm on the phone, could be. See, this know. is what I love. Do the you work at like tonight, a nuclear launch pe- place? People calling who shouldn't be on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Cab drivers, <laughs> nurses, people from all um, walks of life. Yeah, calling and I to illegally. Talk to Brian, and I hope. Well, I do come off. Of um, sort of dumb, dumb sometimes. No, no, you no, don't. No. You're an intelligent, um, beautiful woman. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so are you, except you're... I'm an intelligent, beautiful woman. You, you're beautiful. Come on. I'm beautiful in my own way. If you blur your eyes <laughs> just right, I'll rock but your I world. To, um, yeah, I'm sorry, David. Yes, I think you're beautiful. Oh, um, thanks. But I, I wanted to ask um, Brian yeah. if he thinks it's at all possible that a white woman from Canada can relate to what you were saying about um, public broadcasting, but, I mean, it goes into other areas, too. Yeah. Um, well, and well, let me answer that first that question. Yeah, let me answer that, that first I really, question. That I really do understand where you're coming from. Do you oh, think that's possible? It's possible because uh, uh, the woman who runs, and I forget her name, the woman who runs the CBC, the Canadian version of the NPR, Okay, uh, yeah. she, she came to WBZ to talk to us on how you guys can do what we did in Toronto and make your radio station look like how diverse your city is. So if you go to Toronto, it's right. pretty much like Chicago. You know, it, it's right. just different races. You have There's Indian. black people in Toronto? Yeah. You have Haitians. Okay. You have, you have Danny, I, yeah. run a check on that, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but what they did was, man, they pretty much in three or four years were able to change their programming to make right. it sound how Toronto looked. So you can turn on it and have, hear people talking in different languages. You can have people from the Caribbean point of view, from the Indian point of view, from the white Canadian point of view. And it's all mixed right, in right. as one. And, and, it's not like, um, and it's not like just a two Canada's horn because like Canada has so many faults. And we well, are, yeah, I had, I had a joke. segments are, you know, are racist people too. But I just wanted to tell you, like, um, I can completely understand where you're coming from because, well, I grew up in not a, a really good neighborhood, so mm-hmm. maybe I was considered, like, white trash. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you think that people who are called white trash can maybe have some of the same experiences that black people have yes, in the discriminatory yes. um, thing. Be- because let me say fun. this. I always said that that's another sector that the NPR crowd doesn't focus on. And that's one yeah. thing that our show at Vocalo did, that we had a lot of working class people from northwest Indiana who would, would be our main callers, like mm-hmm. who didn't have, you know, maybe your most liberal views, but they had views in the middle. You know, I carry guns, but I still don't believe in abortions. But those people were able to have their conversation in the mix. And it was it was a good conversation. And we never had Dave Hill. WBZ, they have to turn off their comments on Facebook because people just hate on them. We never turned off our comments, and we never had any hating comments ever. Interesting. Ever. 
And I will say Canadians are racist because I said this joke at JFL. You know, every race hates every, you know, black people hate white people, white people hate blacks, North Koreans hate South Koreans. There's only one race, if you did a poll, that everyone could be like, you know what, yeah, they're, they're like them. You already know that is Eskimos. Everybody loves oh, Eskimos. Don't get me started on Eskimos. Only people who have <laughs> problem with Eskimos? Canadians up there in that northern province. Oh, really? Yeah. What about Alaskans? Alaskans are just crazy white people. Yeah. No, but don't they hate the Eskimos too? No. Just Canadians who have and, a problem. And um, Is this true, they've... Paula? See, I'm sorry. Why I'm do you sorry. hate Eskimos? Paul? No, what, what's what's going on up in that northern region of Canada with those uh, indigenous people, those Eskimos, and the Canadian oh, government? Oh my goodness! Now they are a segment of our population that has been like um, really um, abused. She's, like, she's going to say forgotten. something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say something racist. On reservations without running water. Yeah, um, yeah, no running water. They charged them. We had we had this guy call in from up there and says. For a whole chicken, $74. What? <laughs> Dude, that's that a part. That better be a good chicken. No, that's the part that, uh, that's, they draw on the line. That's why I say, no, wait a minute now. You can't even mess with nobody's chicken. Now, is it rotisserie? No. This is, this <laughs> no. is your run-of-the-mill chicken. They, no, they were yeah, charging them $74 for all these tariffs and tax and stuff. That's crazy. It's crazy, Canada. I, Stop I don't, that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, I didn't hear that, Brian, but I know, I know of the different you know, ways that you still... You know, screw them every chance to get, basically, and call it. Um, where where, where do you work at? Where you in this closet? Where do you work? I'm in the closet. Yeah, okay. be, be, paint so us a picture I'm an, if you. I'm, I'm an RPN. I work in a nursing home. That's like a registered yeah. nurse. Yeah. What's the P stand for? Practical. Registered so I'm practical doing, nurse. I'm doing grudgy work. Like I'm not really. I'm gloving up and I'm going in there and getting suppositories and stuff like oh, that. Oh, keep talking, mm. sister. I'm, I'm going all up the dredge and the gross work, but... You're um, do, that's the Lord's work. Yep, yep. Listen, yeah, yeah. He said it wouldn't and be so, yeah, easy. yeah, from my humble beginnings, I think I, mm-hmm. I did okay. And, like, my sisters and my brothers were all good. We were right, white trash, but we're fine now. But, um, did you have to play tennis Canada, on public courts? Systems, like, we were able to, you know, do a little bit on. more. I think in, like, one of the, the states that I visited in... America, there's a huge invisible difference between the haves and the have-nots. So in Canada, you don't see it as much. Yeah. And I, sorry. I never I'm thought sorry. I'd no. see the day when I'd have no, to use I'm the sorry. dump button. No, you guys have places like Paula Hawaii and Canada. Florida. I mean, like, come on. Like, oh, my God. Canada has, Canada is not as, like, I don't want to be, like, sound like, um, but you know what, Dave? Um, yes. Like, Canada's way too cold, for one thing. But, um, it's cold, yeah. Yeah. That's just science. And, and, and I don't need to step on um, Brian's time with you on your show, but the other um, week you had Mike Sachs. And when I called, yes. I sounded sort of like an idiot. And I just needed to, if I could, just explain a little bit what I meant about You'd, when I called. You, you, don't, you, didn't, you never sound like an idiot. No, you sound I, like I, you're I whispering. Do, I do kind of, but, you sound um, like a You sound like uh, someone, yeah, in a broom closet. In a broom closet, you do sound yeah. Sure. So, so Mike Sachs was just talking about an article that was written by Salon by um, about Jerry Seinfeld, and oh, yes. I do understand that um, his point was, and um, you should not uh, someone writing an article like that should not tell me how I should feel about the comedy of Jerry Seinfeld, and I agree, but um, I just wanted to point out that, um, like, 
he's a white male. White males need to feel marginalized a little bit more. White males and everything. Didn't you hear the part about how I said I played tennis on public courts? (laughs) But everything is from the white male perspective. And, and 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 it shouldn't be anymore, and it can't be, because it's not reflective of our societies anymore. And, um, like, not not that this is what Mike Sachs was saying. Like, this is, like... No, I mean, the whole like, thing... That, yeah. that was a whole different thing. The thing with the Seinfeld is yeah. this, you know, this high they school were, sophomore, whoever who wrote the article. The, 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 the characters yeah. are... They're horrible people, the characters on that show. We're not expecting yeah. them to be... Yeah, exactly. Moral but, beacons um, or whatever. Like, he, he asked me, did I ever watch Seinfeld and, well, feel offended? Well, no, I laughed, but I did cringe sometimes. And I think that that's, like, very common for women when they're making sort of sexist jokes. Like, like Kramer, um, George wouldn't date a woman because she had too big of a nose. And then Kramer told her to get a nose job. And then, like... And George was, like, kicking himself because, oh, man, she's gorgeous now, and I could have been dating her. So that made me cringe. But, like, yeah, when that's you're the watching idea. shows that are Cringy, written from funny. a male perspective, from a white male perspective, how many, like, I'm sure Brian watches a bunch of shows and cringes because they're still doing stereotype kind of comedy about blacks, right? Did that yeah, you guys? yeah, no, that, that um... Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because, but now I think that's changing, hundred percent. Uh, and 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 because if you look at if you look at TV now, I think in the last two seasons they realized like, yo, we got to mix it up. So if you look at TV now, it's gone in the opposite direction of how lily white things were like two three years ago. Everything mm-hmm. is more spread out because they realize it's about the money. You know, they will find yeah. they will find like shows that's that had more diverse casts. Because I emailed Dave and I said, like, I'm sorry, I sound like an idiot on your show. Like, I actually emailed him about this, and I said, like, what the, if the white male perspective thinks that they're going to keep making money off of a society that's not going to buy what they're what they're producing anymore? Then they've got another thing coming. You, know? you got another thing coming. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, I'm so sorry that I took up too much of your time. Guys. No, no, you're um, always a delight, whether you're in a broom closet or not. We yeah. appreciate. And Brian, you speak the, call. the truth. Like, just keep talking. He's a teller. Yep. Although, and I speaking, do have to I, say very well dressed man in your own right, Brian. Oh yeah, I, I love to dress. You know, you're. I do have to say that I enjoy your glasses. He's adorable. Thank All you. Right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. If he, yeah, it's if he okay. had you as, your, as his right hand man, then the two of you could take on the world with. His I'm gonna. Clothes. I'm gonna bro as a as a fan and friend of both of these men. I'm gonna broker. Yes. Brian and Brian, I could you work with Virus so he could turn it around a bit? Yes. If, this if, is if, gonna if, be. If, uh, if it comes from Dave Hill, yes. And and what you need to tell him, Dave, is I am not doing this for myself. I am the representative of a marginalized, large marginalized community that has been shut out from this public radio game just because of the way things are. You guys need to open it up. You need to open it up? Open it up. For sure. I'm going to broker this. I demand it. They're just afraid that once they go black, they'll never go back. Yeah, and and you will go back. You you go back to Aborigines. Yeah, you always, you got to keep, you got to keep it fresh. I, you know, I speak from experience. (laughs) Thank you, Paula. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye.
Let's, uh, I think we have time for a few more calls. 201-209-9368. We have the pride of Carney, Jimmy from Carney. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? You're on with me and, and Brian. Babylon. Hey, Brian. How are hey, you, The man? Prince of Bronzeville, which yeah. I have not even addressed yet. Yeah. Danny's the pride of Carney, though. What, what can you tell? I'm not from these parts. What is Carney? Carney is uh, the Paris of northern New Jersey. <laughs> mm. It's like it, the arts and culture. It's a pl- yeah. It's the land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's yeah. It's sort of like. Uh, do you say a Carney? Did you say it with a Jersey? Carney. Carney. You can Car- right. Carney. 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 Yeah, you have to. You have to sound broken when you say it. Carney. Yeah. Do all Car- the Do all the girls talk like Annie Potts from Ghostbusters? That's a tough one. I don't know. Ghostbusters. Step outside and find out. Jersey City has its own accent, but Carney doesn't have really the Jersey City accent. Because you don't have, I I don't hear any accent from you. You you can be from from the Midwest almost. I don't hear. Oh, cool. Cool. Yep, that's the the dream, like like me and Brian. But what I was gathering from Brian, uh, what you were saying, um, is it seem like there's a room for a also a white working class sensibility mm-hmm. for NPR. Yes. Uh, you know, and also a progressive one. Um, yeah. Not necessarily redneck or, you know what I mean. No, yeah, I, and I feel that 100% and that, and that is one thing that I felt that the station I used to work at was the alternative to the main station back in Chicago, is that a lot of times... People who did not come from that, you know, oh, I went to Harvard or I'm upperly, I'm overeducated. That was or, my safety school. Yeah. <laughs> they they felt, those people try to pretend like they're the smartest people in the room. You know, when you listen to those NPR shows, they try to act like they're so smart because they've spent all day researching it versus just coming and talking and having a conversation. And that's what, yeah. that's what people... Uh, you know, come to think of it, have you heard a lot of... Uh, do they have a lot of like segments or reading of uh, the works of Charles Bukowski on NPR stations? No, I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard a whole lot. I hear it on BAI, but you know, BAI kind of embraces, but they're always scrape, scraping for money. You know. Speaking of scraping for money, I yeah. still haven't reached my goal in the Crunch Time Silent Fundraiser. Dave, even if I have to go out on the street, I know uh, I still am in arrears on other stuff. I promise you. Hey, keep your personal Whatever life out of do, this. Am I right do. or am I right? You're right. I'm at seventy-seven yeah. percent, but uh, and before I go, don't hang up, Jimmy. No, I'm not hanging. I want to thank James D. in West Babylon. Coincidence? I think not. He writes Rock. Bridget M. in Newark. Dave Rock. She writes. John G., thank you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Dave, we're digging the show here on Edgerton Road in your hometown. The University Heights, Ohio, that's where I'm from. I have lots of stories about crime in Hunting Valley and Bay Village if you need material for the crime blotter, which you should totally keep doing on the show. Stay Street, Jack, and University Heights. Thank you. I, I haven't done, I meant to do the crime blotter tonight. John M. in Brooklyn, thank you. Uh, please. Make a pledge. Get me to my goal, so I may feel adequate. And this is this is this is. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the last 
the last sort of tier of free democracy. This uh, show. Yeah, this show. The or government. This station. The government. Yeah, the station. The government is not it. You know, your vote. Come on, let's be real. You put a president in. What can he do? But right. You can see your dollar make a direct uh, difference by the see, conversations that we have. See, this is the kind of have. stuff. You can tell I've been, I know I've been. You're a pro. I'm, you know, I'm just uh You can see directly. I'm just a wild bull. You need these dollars. Yeah. This isn't even the main thing. Wait. You need these dollars, Dave. Wait, br- wait, I need to address something. Not what? to jump around here. No, what, what's going on? I need to... Uh, Bridget, I can't tell if Bridget's listening. She's in the... Oh, here's Jesse's coming in. So much is happening. She was nauseated by Cassius, the cab driver. I think some people thought that... That t- conversation was creepy, and they were cringing, but... Um, I, understand. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But... I, I this was so such good radio where my comfort was level was just I forgot I was on the radio. I thought I was just talking to a cab driver who did that kind of thing. Yeah. And and uh I will have him back. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we need all voices here on the show. And all dollars. Please <clears throat> support this radio station. Support Dave Hill. Yes. As he, his his cravat budget needs to be upped. We still have Bridget. Yeah, my well, the, the I don't get paid. This is uh, this is all all goes into uh, you'll hear it on the airways. Speaking of Jesse's up next, I need to thank everybody. I need yeah. to thank Danny D. I need to thank Shana Feinberg, James Fernandez, Brian Whitley, Billy Nord. Right on down the line, I want to thank you, all of you for listening. Whether you're a, a Canadian nurse hiding in a closet or mm-hmm. a on our way to give suppositories. On our way to give suppositories or a cab driver with remarkable social skills. I want to thank all of you. And I want to thank, of course, Brian Babylon for joining me. I hope you'll come back I again soon. I will always be back here. And the Prince of Carney. The, the Pride of Carney. The Pride of Carney. We have, we have a couple minutes here. Um, a bit of... Wait, okay. I'm just... Uh, I'm going to get us out on, on time. Yeah, I can feel it, but uh, this is precious real estate. Um, but Jimmy, would you can you sing just a little bit? Which I got a bad throat. Could I rap something that I heard from 1985 BAI? That sure. Class conscious. All right. Super rich, super rich. Let me have a little bit. I don't want to make a bomb. I just feed my. That was great. Thank you so much. Um, people are still really upset about Cassius. Cassius, but I, I, I'm not in control of the boards. I'm not in control. No, but but I feel like you know, we're not. A, we weren't a plot. We're we were fascinated. We were not a, a saying positive, negative, one way or another. Yeah, we weren't saying it was cool. It was interesting. Unexpected. I, I, even, I even said it was bad because he just did other bad things. Wait, you what? I said, man, stop doing that wild lifestyle. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, I think you gave him the stern talking to. Like an older black man should. Yes. Because that's what we do. Is old black people, wisdom. They, they give wisdom to. Like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Or like you was kind, you was important, you were smart. Right, yeah. The help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Really driving. Okay. 
Well, we have 20. Jesse's up next. You ready, Jesse? Jesse? I hope yeah. you can restore a sense of class and dignity to yeah. the station since I've just. Or he's wearing a tuxedo, so yeah. he's, he's I mean, already, yeah. Half the battle. On. Yeah. He's we have six seconds, five seconds. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank you so much. Follow See me on Twitter. See you next time. Bye. Bam.